Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And if you're listening to this episode, it means it's been leaked online by us. We are the leakers. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to hear Marvel trying to take credit. Yeah. And saying that they had their special effects guy... Whatever his name was, was Wasila Lumauchi. Yeah. Which, I'm, I'm going to be honest, sounds like a fake name. Yeah, it's got a lot of... Think, uh, think they're just like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, it was one of our guys that leaked it. Uh, not at all, marketing. Scheme. Yeah, it definitely has, uh, like, anagram vibes. Like, if you reorganize the letters, mm-hmm. it's actually a real name. I'd, I would <laughs> believe it was a serial killer before I believed it was staff for Marvel. Okay. On leaking a <laughs> Spider-Man yeah. trailer. You know, I did didn't hit me until I just read it because I was trying to look online to see how to pronounce this person's name. Apparently, there's a conspiracy going that people think that it was on purpose because the last Spider-Man movie ended with someone leaking videos. I mean, it would be a fun marketing ploy, but yeah. So they just wouldn't admit that after. I don't know. But it would explain why the real one was dropped, like, I'm, I, very shortly later. Yeah, when I first saw that, <laughs> I was like, well, that sucks. Yeah. But then the the rumblings were it was going to be that following Monday mm-hmm. was the supposed drop for the trailer. Okay. And then it happened. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that really fucking sucks if it was yeah. a real leak. Because yeah. it's like, it was like one day, I think, before that it was leaked. Yeah. From when the actual trailer drop? Yeah. Couldn't wait one day? <laughs> Unless Marvel was like, you know, fuck it. Yeah. Or I guess no, it wouldn't be Marvel, it would be Sony. Oh. Right? Technically Sony would be in true. the reins of of the, the movie and all the marketing. Yeah. So, I guess now the real question is, is Sony smart enough to have thought of that kind of marketing ploy? <laughs> Good question. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> No, we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. We have plenty to talk about that trailer. We have lots to say about that trailer uh, a little bit later. Yeah, not now. <laughs> Cock tease. Yeah. Let's see my new catchphrase. Yeah. Cock tease. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Do the double uh, fingers like the yeah, pistols. The finger guns, yeah. Cock tease. <laughs> is, is he calling me a cock tease or is he implying he just cock teased me? <laughs> I mean, either way. Yeah. Sounds like it was a cock tease. <laughs> yeah. Who the teaser and the teasy is un- un- yeah. irrelevant. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> one and then the other. Yeah. As long as there's a connection, mm-hmm. cock to tease, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It's like the yin and yang. Right. Of cock teasing. Right. <laughs> okay. As we're doing. <laughs> With this episode, yeah, that was leaked. Let's uh, let's uh, get into our new releases this upcoming week. Um, or should we address the elephant in the room first? What's the elephant in the room? That we didn't have an episode. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can. <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess you already did. I mean, just to be clear. Okay. Yeah. We're not gonna like so, pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, but oh, I, I guess no. I truly just forgot. Yeah. That yeah. So yeah, so apologies for anybody who was waiting around for an episode. We did intend to do one late last week. Mm -hmm. However, uh, our Our dog dog was just like, you know. (laughs) She had other plans. Fuck you. (laughs) 
Fuck you and I'm your plans. I'm so tired of this eating every fucking day and getting the sleep and just do what I fucking want. Yeah. Without having to work for it. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking tired of this. Yeah. So she decided to grow some kind of tumor on mm-hmm. her head mm-hmm. and need surgery. Yeah. So. And it was uh, a little bit more overwhelming than we expected. Yeah, got a little chaotic for yeah. us. <laughs> Leaking things we didn't think were going to happen. Yeah. It's a theme yeah, for the week. She, uh, she cock-teased us <laughs> that we'd be able to put a podcast out. Yeah. And then, and then she's like, nope. Pulled out the rug. Yeah. And was like, cock-tease. <laughs> so you're saying you stole your catchphrase from the dog? Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> she stole it from you. She stole it from me. Got it. Got she it. ate my homework. Okay. Read that on it. <laughs> my and homework then decided was a, to use it, it against you. It was a thesis you. on... How to properly execute cock tease as a catchphrase. <laughs> okay. For science, obviously. Got it, got it. Uh, so our lists of things and our news and whatnot may be a little bit more than you might expect. Because we're trying to catch up. We're oh, trying yeah. to, we try to condense it a little bit, get just only the highlights. But as you know, we tend to talk for a while. So. Yeah. Here we go. Give, yeah. me, give me your list. Okay. Um, what are you going to binge all week? Because you, you, you called work, you're like, fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm going to stay home and watch a bunch of stuff for yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I wish. Um, okay, so The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf series comes out on the 23rd. I mean, it came out. Oh, duh. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Again, <laughs> it's been a blur. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> came out the 23rd. I um, think there's only a few things on here that are... Well, no, because there's a good amount of stuff that's not out yet. Yeah. But... So, yeah, that's the other thing. The other reason I wanted to address that we didn't have an episode is there's a few things that all have already come out. Yeah. But uh, we would have mentioned them before if we had an episode last mm-hmm. week. So. so, it's not our fault. We're not cheating Look, on our homework. saying. It's not yeah. our fault. Yeah. Time fucked us. Yes. Um, okay. Also, Chaos Walking comes to Hulu on August 27th. And that is the Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland movie. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. thoughts... Yeah, I think it was leaked... On Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Um, Soon. Where <laughs> men's thoughts are visible or that you can yeah, hear like them. Women are rare in the world yeah, now. Yeah, women are like, like nearly... Ins- can read men's thoughts or something. Yeah, they're shit. like broadcast out loud. Very young adult yeah. feeling. Yeah, but I'm curious about it, so I'll probably check it yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, it's on Hulu, so I'll, I'll watch it yeah. for part, part of the subscription. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this one is an interesting one. Only Murders in the Building is coming out August 31st on Hulu. And it's going to have um, Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez as the primary characters who are true crime obsessed individuals living in the same apartment building who end up unraveled in like a, a true crime in real life. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a, like a whodunit mm-hmm. playing fun of like crime podcast enthusiasts. Yeah. Um, you kind of like say like Selena Gomez, like that's a shock. But like, I'm going to be honest, I, I don't know anything about her. Other than she dated Justin Bieber. Okay. And I don't even know how I know that. Okay. Uh, and also that we watched that uh, food show on HBO Max that she did. Yes. Where she like cooked yeah, she was, like, food for the first time using like famous chefs during the pandemic. They yeah. were like live mm-hmm. uh, video call and like she'd do it with instructions over the, the interweb. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a pretty funny person throughout those those shows. Like, we won't watch, like, three or four, but... Yeah. I thought she was pretty funny, so... Uh, yeah, the reason I said it with a hint of surprise is because of who she's paired with. Steve Martin and Martin Short. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, they go together, of course. But then you pair them with Selena Gomez. It's just a little bit of a yeah interesting mixture. Well, you know, you put a, a fine-aged wine with a newly cooked meal. You know, yeah. okay. You don't you don't eat an old cooked meal with a n- new glass of wine. Yeah, that was just poured. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess it's always just poured. Yeah. But just made just made like they just bottled it yesterday like they bought grapes and they just smashed them directly into the glass and then put rubbing alcohol into the glass (laughs) with it (laughs) anyway i'm excited for it i think it looks entertaining so those are those are my big ones for the upcoming days how about you yeah mine's pretty similar uh i have a straight to dvd slash digital movie coming out (laughs) called jurassic (laughs) hunt (laughs) what okay so it's august 24th so i guess uh, actually that's today so it's out it's out today okay um so i mean it's very low budget the, mm-hmm. surprisingly the cgi looked relatively decent for mm-hmm. you know the clear not high quality not filming <laughs> okay <laughs> i was trying to say it in a way it wasn't like insulting insulting yeah <laughs> Um, basically it seems like they threw together like, remember, uh, the Tremors, the, the, the latest Tremors movie we watched on okay. Netflix, like yeah. the plot of that, uh-huh. it's basically this. Okay. Like a group of people are doing like game hunting mm-hmm. on dinosaurs that were like made for the island to be hunted. Okay. Do the graphics look, graphics look better than Velocipaster? Easily. Okay. Yes. Then I'm in. Everything is better than that. <laughs> I understand people think that's like a, such a fun, ridiculous movie, but yeah. like because it's so shitty, cosmetic and yeah, it would have been so much CGI, better. If they it, 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 just, it makes it hard for me to enjoy that as much yeah. as I want. If they to. had just put like twenty more dollars into the visual effects, twenty dollars, twenty more dollars, I honestly feel like they could have gotten yeah. a little bit better. Like Sur- I surprised I didn't do a GoFundMe and just be like, <laughs> we we literally only need twenty dollars. <laughs> I wouldn't be asking, but I filled a quarter of my tank last week, and yeah, I've got to stretch it for a while. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know the price of it, but I'm interested. It's probably something that's gonna hit a streaming service within the next six months if it's the tier I'm thinking it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Stepping up a little bit higher tier, Krilla is gonna be on Disney Plus on August 27th. So, end of this week. Oh, yeah. Without having to pay extra. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Nice. Without having to pay extra. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm in. <laughs> yeah. That, I guess that changes a lot for people. Yeah. I mean, that's literally why I'm going to watch it. It's because, like, oh, I'm going to have to pay for it. Yeah. yeah. I hear it's a good one. So, yeah. I'm hoping. Uh, and, of course, The Courier, which is uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch. And, forgive me, I do not know her name. But the gal who was the lead in that Amazon show Marvelous about the, Mrs. Maisel? Yeah, that show. Rachel Brosnahan. So she's in there as well. I'm interested. And then there's other people. Yeah, I mean. But those only two I recognize. <laughs> there's not just two people in the movie? <laughs> I mean, there's been movies like that. That's fair. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's this interesting thing where it's like uh, they use a salesman to do basically spy espionage for them in Russia. During the Cold War. Okay. Uh, because no one would suspect him. Got it. He's like a Londoner that they use. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the movie's just about him. Like, 
trying to play off like he's just a salesperson in Russia and like fine intel, it seems. Got it. Well, it sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested, so. Yeah. Clearly, it's on my list. Yeah. So, uh, notable mentions. These are things that I thought we should bring up and aren't necessarily on our list, but uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is coming back to HBO Max. I guess it already did last week, August 17th. So if you missed it during its short run, it's still there. You can go watch it. If you want to hear our spoiler-free review, we have one to see if it's for you. But the giant lizard fighting a giant ape. What's not to like? Yeah, I feel like it's probably for everybody. <laughs> uh, a movie called Annette on Amazon. It's an Amazon original on Amazon Prime coming out, or I guess came out August 20th. I mean, really stumble on that stuff. Uh, <laughs> and it looks like it's this weird rock opera okay. musical starring... Um, Kylo Ren. <laughs> yes, Kylo Ren. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. <laughs> but you knew who I was talking about yeah. without even saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be better. I I would love to see Kylo Ren them start doing movies where the actors who played characters are now doing just movies they're, as the characters. They're acting as the characters. Doing different characters. Yeah, that'd be hella good. <laughs> Over on Apple TV Plus, uh, C, Season 2 is coming out. We haven't watched any of this show, but I noticed Dave Bautista seems to be in it, and that got my interest. So, mm-hmm. for people who do follow that show, it came out, or it's going to come out August 27th. And Love and Monsters is coming to Hulu August 26th. That was a movie we really enjoyed. Yeah, we did. Uh, so, go check that out. It's kind of like a young adult-ish thing, but it's... Better. It's better. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Like this whole like apocalyptic world thing with all these giant mutated creature things. Mm-hmm. That, it's fun. It's got a young adult plot, but the substance is there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was really impressed with the CGI on that mm-hmm. one. And that was another movie that was uh, a victim of the pandemic. Yes, absolutely. Its yeah. All right. Uh, and then in theaters, we've got Reminiscence, uh, which is the Hugh Jackman movie. Where they lay in water and go f- back in time. Like relive memories or some yeah, shit, right? some yeah. weird shit, And yeah. like Rebecca Ferguson is in it, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's hitting HBO Max. Or already did, August 12th. I'm really <laughs> fucking this <laughs> up. Go again. <laughs> uh, the Protégé came out August 20th, which is some, like, action... It looks like a female John Wick. Yeah, yeah. I've but seen without, bad. I've seen bad dog. reviews for it. Yeah, though, same. So. Yeah, so not not, I'm not speaking to the interested. quality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I saw a review site give it a two out of ten. Embarrassing. Necessi- doesn't necessarily mean it is a two out of ten, yeah. but somebody thought it was. Somebody did. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one on our list is Candyman coming out August twenty seventh. Nope. Don't want to see that. Yeah. And that's... I'm going <laughs> to stop right there with how many times I say the name. Yeah. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a question. Huh? Not that you have an answer. It's rhetorical, I guess. Okay. But I want you to respond. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> In the trailer, it was like, you have to say his name, what was it, like five times or something? So basically, it's, it's Bloody, Bloody Mary, Mary. Yeah. in the mirror yeah. bullshit, right? Yes, Exactly. But we're going to, like, one-up it. Yes. Or two-up it. Whatever it is. Yeah. Do you think that's, like, within a time of 
each other, it has to be said, or can it be like, is it like the whole lifespan? I feel like so it's if you like... say it like four times jokingly, yeah, and you're like, okay, I'm not gonna say it because yeah. I don't want to see if it actually is real, yeah, but then you forget, and, and then, then 20 years later, you yeah. accidentally say it, you go, what's this movie? Oh, it's called Candyman. Ah, oh, fuck, and then like, it, yeah. you know, you is that a thing that could be a problem? Um, I think it's cumulative, uh. I feel like it's like Beetlejuice. Okay. <laughs> Where it's, doesn't matter what yeah. context you say it. I love how we are referring to other, <laughs> other names fictional you're not supposed to say. <laughs> properties of the same logic. Yeah. To scientifically understand, understand how <laughs> this works. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's going to be intense and probably mm-hmm. really good, mm-hmm. but I am not interested. Yeah, it's because Jordan Peele, I'm, right? Yeah, I and I am. He's at least I have producer a, on it. Yeah, written by him written? as well. Okay. Um, I was scarred for life by the original, so I honestly never saw the originals. I probably shouldn't have because I think I was like six. Yeah. So I mean, I always knew it was like a thing, but I just never saw them. No, it was I always all cover what was like a B, and I never yeah. understood why the B had anything to do with it. Yeah. But I still. I, I see I, that I cover. Still don't, but... I like still am like. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very Silence of the Lamb, right? Yes. The way it looked? Mm-hmm. Glad we agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. Yeah. Okay, uh, we do have a delay. Of course, it's Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When I got this news was last week, and it was that it was delayed to October 15th. Okay. So, it was originally going to come out September 24th, and now it's coming out October 15th. Okay, sure. However, today... Mm-hmm. There is rumblings on the internet, on like new sites for you know movies and stuff, pop culture, mm-hmm. that multiple sources are saying this movie is also now delayed until 2022. Oh, but there's no official word. Okay, there's no hundred percent on this. So our our news is that it's October 15th for sure, potentially to the next year. Gotcha. Which then tells me if it truly is to the next year, it has to have something to do with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Has to be something in Spider-Man that they do not want shown before. Yeah. All right. Uh, and not as important, but Fast 10, Fast and Furious 10, however you want to call it. Not Fast 10, your seatbelts? Not Fast 10, your seatbelts. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, there was that tweet that somebody did that did that joke. Uh-huh. And then... In a Facebook group I'm in, uh-huh. somebody posted, like, this was, like, a month later but uh-huh. since I saw that tweet. Yeah. Somebody posted that exact joke as, as though they thought of it. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. I love when that this happens. Is gonna, this is not going to end well for this guy. Yeah. The internet is just full of thieves. It's true. So, yes. Fast 10, <laughs> your seatbelts, which I clearly made on my own yeah. right then. Yeah. Uh... Is releasing in April of 2023 now. Whew. Did you know this movie was supposed to come out in 2021? Like this year. Like this year? And it's delayed <laughs> <When>? like <laughs> probably around the same time as the other one that just came out. Fast 9? But like a year later. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Because that was supposed to be 2020, right? Hindsight, I think. It was 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> 
All right, so a couple big movies that are delayed at least a little bit. Okay. And a lot. <laughs> at least a little bit and a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, leading into our news. Uh, CEO Bob Chappick of Disney, he talked about the release of Shang-Chi, and apparently actor Simu Liu, who plays Shang-Chi in the new movie, had some words to say about it. Yeah. Um, so Bob Shepek said in the investors meeting on Shang-Chi, we think it's actually going to be an interesting experiment for us because it's got only a 45 day window for us. So the prospect of being able to take a Marvel title to the service after going theatrical with 45 days would be yet another data point to inform our actions going forward on our titles. Okay. So basically what this is about is. Instead of releasing it day and day with theater and Disney Plus pr- mm-hmm. premium, yeah. what they are doing is it's going to be theater for 45 days mm-hmm. and then Disney Plus. Although, I don't know if it's been specified if it's Disney Plus premium or just Disney Plus after those 45 days. I have days. to wait 45 days. I hope it's not premium. I'm thinking it's just regular because that would explain the experiment that they're doing. Yeah. Otherwise, that's just while well, we released a movie yeah. in theaters and then, then now we're going to release it. For right. people to buy. Yeah, exactly. Which you see all the time. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's what the experiment is. So basically what happened was Simu Liu on Twitter, I think it was, or some form of social media, mm-hmm. responded, we are not an experiment. We are the underdog, the underestimated. We are the ceiling breakers. We are the celebration of culture and joy that will persevere after an embattled year. We are the surprise. I'm fired the fuck up to make history on September 3rd. Join us. Okay. So a lot of people saw this and they thought, ooh. Yeah. He is not making a good look for him. Like basically attacking Disney's CEO. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a lot of miscommunication. Yeah. Like I feel like Chappick is just trying to say we're doing this a little different because of the pandemic and... Clearly, this is a direct response to Black Widow yes. and Scarlett Johansson's lawsuit about mm-hmm. the release, yeah. right? Yeah. That's why we're not seeing it as a Disney Plus as well. Yes. So, this is their way, I think, of saying, okay, let's make sure we honor the, th- the theater release so we don't have any issues with the contract side mm-hmm. for actors and whatever their yeah, I think, um, milestones are for profits. It's... One of those things where, like, you hear statements that are made in uh, investors' meetings shouldn't be taken personally, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Because he's speaking to investors and has to speak in such a way that might make the people who are involved in these projects seem like a commodity when they really aren't essentially... It's not saying you are a commodity, it's just... That's how they're talking to people who are investing money in their business. I mean, it's his job to convince these people who have invested, like you just yeah. said, yeah. that they are making a good investment. Yes. It's, it, all he's trying to do is keep them excited yes. for what they're invested in so that they will continue to invest further. Yeah. Um, I think what happened is it was taken as the experiment as in Shang-Chi right. being... An all Asian right cast and cast and being like a, a Black Panther type thing. Yes, you know, for the Asian community. Yeah, I think he took it as that's an experiment. Like it may not be successful, 
you know, he calls himself the underdog and all this stuff, right? Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, I understand that that seems like that's how he took it, which I'm surprised by because the sentence clearly says, because it's got only a 45-day window. So I don't, I wouldn't have taken it that way, I guess. I feel like it doesn't seem that well, way to me. And maybe I'm or misunderstanding it, but that's yeah. how I take what he's taking. You're, it, that seems that way to me, too. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. You know what? No. <laughs> Fuck Fuck Chappic. <laughs> I think I've turned on this now. Yeah. Okay. You've convinced me. Have I? <laughs> it was not my intent. Well, either way, I am hoping that they can do really well at the box office because we need to get this show on the road, getting things, hopefully, it'll be a sign that things are going back to normal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he went on further to say, when we planned Shang-Chi... That title was planned on being in a much more healthy theatrical environment. Mm -hmm. And at this point, unfortunately, due to distribution agreements that we have and due to just the practicalities of last minute changes, it wouldn't be possible. Yeah. So that statement right there is very clear about the lawsuit stuff with with Black Widow, right? Absolutely. The agreements and obligations for distribution Mm -hmm. is theatrical and the... Last minute changes is probably referring to the Delta variant of the pandemic where now we're seeing uh, people a little bit more hesitant to go back to the theaters. Yes. Because of it. Yes. Even though we kind of saw a little bit of growth with the audience. Mm -hmm. Hence, 45 days later, we're going to try streaming it. Yeah. Fingers crossed it's not for extra money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or at least less than 30. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Probably not realistic. Yeah, probably Especially when you have, like, the ability to have a bunch of people at your house to watch it. True, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, let's move on. Yes. Uh, A little bit more in the Marvel side. Anthony Mackie closes a deal to star in Captain America 4. This is via Deadline. Now, this is confusing to me because I swear this was already announced that Captain America 4 was a thing. And the writer from Falcon Winter Soldier is, like... In charge of it, and he's uh-huh. going to do it. He's going to write it. I think it was. It just wasn't officially written yeah, it was, or announced. It's, uh, that Malcolm yeah. Spellman. He was yeah. the writer for the show, and it was announced like I swear within like a day or two of the show ending. It was, but Anthony Mackie announced it. Anthony Mackie was not officially attached at that point. Okay, but obviously he was. Okay, so this is just like semantics yes. because it, like, this is an effort to keep it in the clearly. News. If you end the show the way you did, yeah, I'm gonna vaguely yeah. be spoiler free even though it's pretty <laughs> it's clear, pretty clear going what we're with saying this. but it's fine <laughs> um isn't it implied that he is on board if you announce that captain america 4 you would think but perhaps there was extensive that's contract quite negotiations. a twist after that series yeah be like wait a minute what <laughs> <laughs> i would assume it was all about just contract negotiation but yeah i think this this is quote unquote news even though everybody knew it was a thing it's just okay. because it wasn't an official contract at the time okay so, I don't think it's anywhere near. <laughs> We're oh, probably going to no, be like be three, while. four years at least till we see anything about this. Yeah. You know, going forward. Mm-hmm. But there's apparently no word about Sebastian Stan, whether he's returning for the film. So, I would have to assume so because the relationship they kind of built those characters, it would be weird to like just not have that all of a sudden. Like, what True. were you building up to if not to have it in a movie? True. I guess we'll have to wait and see. 
Give it two weeks, they'll probably announce that. Yeah. <laughs> They're just, I feel like it's just a or strategy to keep it in the news. They'll leak the news. Yeah. They'll brainwash somebody. Uh-huh. To leak the news. With secret words. <laughs> to leak the news. Yeah, and it's going to take a really long time for somebody to figure out Subconsciously. the Subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. He'll have a metal arm, obviously. Of course. All right. Uh, Armor Wars, which is the War Machine, I guess-esque show for Disney+. Plus, uh, Got a writer, Yasir Lester, who also worked with Cheadle on Showtime's comedy Black Monday. Hmm. So they will be teaming up again for the Armor Wars series. Is Armor Wars going to be animated or live action? I believe it's live action. Okay, cool. Ba- so the, the, the premise is... It's based off of a comic run. Okay. Uh, so, Armor Wars will see Cheadle reprise his role as James Rhodes, uh, a.k.a. the heavily armored hero known as War Machine, mm-hmm. uh, who must face Stark's worst fears that his high-tech armor falls into the wrong hands. Okay. So, basically, it's going to be Hammer Industries yeah. Yeah. tried to copy what... Stark did, right? Right. In, in those movies. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see that actually fulfilled, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll see a return to that character. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, also tied to the, to Iron Man, uh, Ironheart, that series for Disney+, Plus, uh, is apparently going to introduce the character of Ironheart slash Riri Williams in Black Panther 2 during that movie before its Disney Plus series run. Okay. So, Dominique Thorne is starring as the character. Uh, and Kevin Feige was quoted saying, we were sh- We're shooting Black Panther Wakanda Forever right now, and the character of Riri Williams you will meet in Black Panther 2 first. She started shooting, I think, this week before her Ironheart series. So, confirmation that we will see her before we see the series. Yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned Cruella earlier. Uh, it's in the news that she that Emma Stone is officially returning for Cruella, Cruella 2 and they've worked out a deal that makes her happy. I know there were rumors originally that she was one uh, people were wondering if she was going to sue about Cruella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she was questioned about yeah. it by yeah, reporters but it looks and like she was like she, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, but it looks like she and her agent or whoever uh, and Disney were able to reach a good agreement that she was fine with and now mm-hmm. she's officially coming back for Cruella oh, 2. I'm I'm sure they negotiated some kind of a hybrid where she gets mm-hmm. a little bit more on the streaming side in case something like that happens where yeah. she's not going to have full theater release. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we're probably going to see that in a lot of contracts going forward, right? Yeah. Not even just because of the pandemic. It just seems like, in general, naturally, you're probably going to see more things streaming mm-hmm. sooner than than theater. Yeah, I see streaming like in people's contracts kind of like they used to have. Um, so, like, an author would sell their book for a certain mm-hmm. amount, but then also a certain percentage per book sales. So this is an opportunity for people to bring on new portions to their contracts that say each time it's streamed, I get X percentage, basically. Mm, yeah, like royalties. Yeah, you know. yeah. All right. Well, some more exciting news. We got the Krilla 2 sequel, apparently, at mm-hmm. some point. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has also confirmed that Disney wants a sequel to Free Guy. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm interested. Uh, so he put out a tweet that reference that they wanted to do a sequel and he had a little gif of 
Taika Waititi saying Albuquerque boiled turkey. Oh, nice. And if you don't know what that means, it means you haven't watched the movie. And you need to. Yeah, and you're wasting your life. <laughs> yeah. This was something interesting. I found out just like this from this news. Mm-hmm. Apparently Dwayne Johnson, John Krasinski, and Hugh Jackman were all in this movie. <laughs> what? I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't notice any of that. So they had small cameos that I guess we just completely missed. Yeah. So. They have to have been wearing, like, masks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, based off, uh, I think, Dwayne Johnson. Pretty sure we know who he is now, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah. Hence why we didn't know. Yeah. So we're not the problem. <laughs> but the movie's done well. It's done really well. We're going to talk about it later with our review. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's done pretty well. North America, it started out for the opening weekend with $28.4 million. Uh, Internationally, it hit $22.5 million. The worldwide opening, it had $50.9 million mm-hmm. for... But it hasn't come out in China yet, right? No. Okay. Uh, that comes out in, I guess, end of this week, August 27th. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to have more coming on that front. But overall, just to date, it seems to have about a little shy of $112 million worldwide yeah. for this huh. movie. Nice. So, it's doing well. It's doing really well. Yeah. I think they could do a lot with a sequel. Yeah, I'm totally. I'm curious what direction they would go. Yeah, but there's they a couple have of different plenty ways. Plenty of avenues they could hit. Yeah, definitely. So, again, we'll talk about our uh, spoiler-free review about that a little bit later. Yeah. All right. Um, hitting the WB front, Black Canary movie in development for HBO Max. This is via Collider. Journey Smollett, who who played uh, the character Black Canary in the Birds of Prey film, will be reprising her role. Uh, it's going to take place after the Birds of Prey movie. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And that's basically all we have. I don't cool. think there's any it's probably expected er- releases or anything. Yeah, I think it's pretty early on that one. Yeah. Another surprise casting we got last week was Idris Elba cast as Knuckles for the new Sonic sequel. Uh, this was on his Instagram saying, Knock, knock. Wish the hashtag for the Sonic movie and the character Knuckles. And uh, so, basically, all they showed was the iconic fist of Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Very, like, polished off, looking new CGI, like from the movie. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess we are going to have him voice the character, Knuckles. So, is Knuckles Black Superman? I mean, obviously. Because <laughs> I didn't know that. So, now it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Who was it they had rumored before? Was It was Jason Momoa, right? Wasn't he rumored to be the voice for Honestly, Knuckles? Like, I, no I want to say that. months ago. It's probably true, but I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you. <laughs> My brain doesn't go back that far. <laughs> I mean, he's... So, Idris Elba, he's he's killing it right now in Hollywood, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Definitely. For uh, a time where there's not a whole lot of production, he seems to be in a lot of things lately. Yeah, he's in all the things. Yeah. You know, I watched Prometheus uh, the other day. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I just... Got motivated to watch it. Yeah. Completely forgot he was in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Probably didn't realize he was in it because at the time it came out, I probably wasn't aware of his status. Or right, maybe right. he wasn't big at the time. Uh-huh. But I was like, holy shit. I completely forgot he was in it. That's funny. Yeah. I've seen that in a while. It's a good movie. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Got some news on the Powerpuff Girls front, the CW series. Uh, Chloe Bennett, who was supposed to play Blossom, has left the series. We remember her from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She was mm-hmm. Quake. I, that's all I know her from. Yeah, that's the only thing. Oh, she was also in uh, the pilot for Powerpuff Girls. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, she was. Um, 
So Dove Cameron and Yana Peralt are still attached as Bubbles and Buttercup, but they don't have a replacement for Chloe Bennett yet. And I haven't seen any like reasoning or anything. I'm very curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the pilot was filmed and aired for executives with a fall this year release window, but um, it was delayed to reshoot after being called a miss. Yeah, I think there was an executive who said that they basically missed what they were trying to do yeah. with the show. Yeah. So, which hence I mean, we did see a few set photos and we were like, ooh. So, mm-hmm. um, I know there's a lot of things that you can fix in post. Uh, that but... could have been like, I don't know, a playoff of like their cartoon dresses yeah. and not like really what they were going to look like. Maybe, but yeah. It could have been like leaning into like the caricature of the animation. Yeah, I don't know. that's true. There's some good news though for people who liked Reno 911. Yeah. What's it? Uh, Roku has rescued the show, and it's now on a list of shows that they are going to produce for their service uh, from the Quibi. You know, all the Quibi shows that were bought by Roku. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, They also congratulated themselves on eight Emmy nominations for the Quibi programming that they had nothing to do with. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Die Heart was pretty funny. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Reno 911 is always good. I haven't watched the Roku, you know, slash Quibi episodes of the show, but I... Some of it when it was on I liked it back in the day. Yeah, it was weird. They revived it, it like, multiple times. I think MTV had it maybe for a little bit. Come Central brought it back for a short time. Yeah, I feel like that show just needs to be on FX. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I thought it was interesting. It was very similar to the original show. It was just almost kind of like... Each episode, I'm using air quotes here, on Quibi was kind of like what you would see between commercial breaks. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, you watch a piece of it, commercial break, I'm watching another piece. Like, it really wasn't a whole lot of connection, but mm-hmm. most of the episodes were a lot of random bullshit anyway, so. So it was like one segment was the episode? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So basically the whole season was one episode spread out. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Must make their paychecks a lot easier, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll probably check out the uh, ones that they did for Quibi on Roku and mm-hmm. expect some more, I guess, if you're into that, if you still like that show. Yeah. All right, let's jump into some of our trailers that we watched this week, which they were all literally Disney. Mm-hmm. Or, I guess, technically one Sony, Spider-Man. Yeah. but basically Disney. Disney as well. Yeah. Uh, but we'll start out with Star Wars Visions, which is, which is the animated Star Wars series from a bunch of different... Japanese studios mm-hmm. that is going to be released. I think it was like September, yeah, September 22nd. It'll be on Disney Plus. Yeah. So this is basically equivalent to like the what if for Marvel, but Star Wars stuff, you know. Yeah. Telling creative stories. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I, I'm interested. Some of the art styles I thought were very different than I expected, but, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. There was a few in there. It was basically the whole trailer was like a, you know, jumping between different, what I assume are episodes, mm-hmm. doing their stories and stuff. And there was right. some that really caught my interest. The lightsaber battling they showed looked really good. Yeah. I'm a little surprised how heavy it felt like it was on Jedi, because I was kind of like hoping that we'd see like more diversity, I guess, as like far as like the roles of society mm-hmm. in the star wars universe with the stuff but yeah it seems like it's mainly heavy on jedi 
Uh, it had most, most, for me, it looks like slightly interesting, but it seemed to be mostly the art style of anime that I don't really love. Yeah, I mean, each episode looks like it's very drastic from each other. Yeah. Like, there's not a meshing of the, like, I don't know, one, what is it called? Like, cause... chibi or. I mean, that's a, a, that's a style. It's like yeah, the, what's one the, of the bubbly styles? characters. Yeah, the bubbly characters. I'm not a big fan of that art style, so I eh, I don't know. I'm mm. I'm medium on it. I'm, if you're if it's on when you're watching it, I'm like if I'm mm. here and you're gonna watch it, I might check it out. But I wouldn't go out of my way for. I it. don't remember how many episodes supposed to have. Like, I can't imagine it's gonna be more than like six to eight. Yeah. Figure they're like twenty five minute episodes, maybe. Yeah. It's got my my interest, so we'll see. Alright, um, The Eternals, this was I think last week, they dropped the, they call it the final trailer, but mm-hmm. there'll probably be another one. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah, for this trailer, they started off right off the bat, where we kind of realized that all the Eternals have kind of scattered around, and they're they're not with each other anymore, how they're supposed to be, and they talk about the emergence, uh, where, I think it's Ayak is her name, uh, Salma Hayek's character. Mm-hmm. She says, this is going to cause the emergence to happen. She's talking about the snap. And the unsnap, <laughs> if yeah. you will. Um, well, there was technically four snaps. Because the way it was worded was the energy from the snap uh-huh. basically fueled whatever it is yeah. to happen. Yeah. So they say this is going to... It's a... So four snaps is a Cosmic lot. <laughs> energy. Cosmic yeah, energy. Exactly. Um, and so she said this is enough to cause the emergence. And so I'm like immediately like, what the fuck is an emergence? So I'm like Googling it. <laughs> Apparently this is the quote unquote hatching of a new celestial. So um, that's going to get fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Um, and the Eternals were told. So we also get the reveal, official reveal basically, that the Eternals were told never to intervene and uh, in anything, which is why they didn't help with Thanos. Mm-hmm. In anything, unless it was deviant related, that was the thing I thought was really disappointing. Was yeah. one they revealed mm-hmm. why they didn't help in the trailer, yeah. and two, the reveal was so lackluster. Yeah, it was. Oh, we just weren't allowed to. Yeah, we were told. Dad said we couldn't. Yeah, which is also kind of complicated too, because uh, so it's like, oh, we were told never to intervene. Blah blah blah. Unless it was the deviant. Unless it was deviant, and I'm like, uh, hello, Thanos is a form of a deviant based yeah. off the comics. So that clearly means that they are going a different route with what yeah. Thanos Although, is defined as. there's a loophole with that because I looked it up. He is genetically an eternal, but he had a deviant gene. So by that logic is if any of them were to go and be like, you know what? I'm going to conquer Earth. The others couldn't interfere? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> and by that same logic, if they can't interfere with anything mm-hmm. then that means they couldn't conquer the world either because yeah they can't interfere with anything right that makes sense so by me. that logic that means thanos couldn't yeah but thanos wasn't directed not to do anything whatever because he lived on he whatever. was raised on Titan. fuck that guy yeah fuck thanos fuck that guy <laughs> yeah i hope that ant-man guy. jumps up his butt and expands, <laughs> <And> expands. <laughs> um ant-man <laughs> and wasp. I don't yeah. want to be, you know, sexist. Yeah. Both of you can do it. Yeah. Jump into his butt. Supersize yourselves inside of him. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah. He's genetically an eternal and then was taken and grew up what? on Titan. What if? This should be in a what if episode. Yeah. What if uh-huh. Thanos is like so lean in muscle uh-huh. 
that when they expanded, they just exploded inside his butt. Ew. Like, it did nothing to Thanos. I don't like that. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> um, okay, so then after that, they review, they're, like, instructed by who or whatever, like, ordered by who. And then it flashes to the screen and it's, like, this big six-eyed mm-hmm. bullshit, like, mechanical-looking situation. It was a celestial. Yeah, it was a celestial. I really honestly thought in the beginning that that was a, that was, like, Galactus. Yeah. Which isn't a celestial in the comics, but I was right. like, they are definitely making him a celestial. But he's, so, he's and I like, was like a celestial. That is a really smart way of doing Galactus. And mm-hmm. I was like, this looks great. It looks yeah. very similar to him. Yeah. But it turns out it may not be him. Yeah, it looks like it might be Ereshim the Judge, who's one of the celestials, one of the, like, basically the leader, I think, of the celestials. Uh, but to be fair, even though, even if this is Erisham the Judge, because it's a characteristic red color rather than purple, um, you still have the opportunity of Galactus being involved somewhere down the line because Galactus was involved in things related to the Celestials, mm-hmm. even though he's not a Celestial. Well, we're, we're getting the Fantastic Four at some point. Yeah. Silver Surfer is tied to Galactus with his origin story. Mm-hmm. Assuming they go that route. Yeah. Also, if they are basically birthing a celestial within the core of earth yeah could he be galact could that be galactus oh interesting and then like that's why he's all like not a like a normal celestial because mm. the situation was super fucked up okay that would make sense yeah basically it was like turbocharging his development yeah. right yeah or whatever the celestial yeah it seems that way but we have to assume whatever is in the earth is not make going it. to make it. It's <laughs> yeah. not going to happen. They're going to stop too. it, right? Because like, they're not going to just be like, okay, the Earth exploded and now there's a new celestial. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know there's a multiverse, but let's not get hasty. Um, so, I don't know. It, it definitely seems like... And then we sh- we saw our first glimpse of Crow, the deviant who had a previous... Mm-hmm. Or in the comics has a relationship with Thena. Yeah. Which there's some weirdness going on with them there. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't look good. CGI no, he looked bad. lot looked really bad. He kind of reminded me of that movie Ants. <laughs> Ants. It's like a... Bu- oh! <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one that came out at the time I'm thinking of like, like, a, like a serious like movie with like a creature and you're like yeah. i'm like wait no she just talked the about like, the children's <laughs> animated movie ants yeah, ants with a z yeah <laughs> you remind me a lot of that yeah well, like everybody looks like they have like big head syndrome yes yeah so yeah he didn't look great uh but i mean i'm definitely interested in what the fuck is going on i mm-hmm. uh, can't wait to see they obviously yeah. they go back they eventually gather together go back and find their ship and it's clearly buried in the desert i'm assuming it's going to be the sahara mm-hmm. and the ship's huge some other like crazy historical significance to that i'm really bummed that like we had all those like theories like oh what if i don't remember what character it was like betrays them and, and takes yeah. their memory because that was something in the comics and like this and that it's like yeah. well that's why they didn't help th- against yeah. thanos and, yeah like, we had, I thought, some really good ideas. And yeah. it was like, oh, we just... We didn't want to. We were watching we TV, to. so... Yeah. We were told not to, yeah. so we like, just... So you were going to just stay there and, like, die... Yeah. ...with the planet? I don't understand. Yeah. It definitely gives interesting vibes. It's not like... And do you think any of them were snapped, or are they not I think they're tied to any... to that. Yeah, Okay. I would assume because their name is Eternals, so mm-hmm. their name, their species—I don't know what the fuck they are—but yeah, I assume they're exempt from that. Yeah. Um. 
I, I mean, it, it feels like the Celestials are the villains in this whole thing. It does. Like, the Deviants, I think we're supposed to believe are the villains, but I think maybe they are just like, no, we see through the bullshit before the Eternals do. Yeah, but then I was reading, I kind of got and went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, and they may or may not be the villains. I'm not going to talk about it all here because it's too much information, but mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of implications that there's more going on in the background that either the Eternals don't know, and then once they find out, they're like, what the fuck? You know, like, so there's... Trying to figure out when they got ice cream. Yes. When the fuck did they get ice cream? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it could go either way. Okay. So, an interesting uh, situation there. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is enough about that. I'm excited yeah. for that movie, but we have something I, very I important will say to talk that. about. I will say. What? Looks like we're getting a Superman in the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah? I mean, they basically took Icarus, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe that's what the character is in the comics. But, mm-hmm. like, basically he's got laser eyes and, mm-hmm. like, hella strong. It, yeah, it looks like they just seems Superman-ish. Look like we have a Superman in yeah. the Marvel movies now. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm in. Okay, so we have something really important to talk about. The Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Mm-hmm. The real one. The, the official one. <laughs> yeah. We actually can tell what's happening. Yeah. Not the leaked one that has a copy of a copy of a copy with multiple watermarks. Inside a Taco Bell. Yeah, inside a Taco Bell. <laughs> On a phone. <laughs> We're going to talk about what's in the trailer and some speculation based on what we saw. But we're obviously not spoiling anything because we don't know how the movie goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the, it leaked first, posted on social media. We talked about joked about it a little bit earlier. And uh, it was exciting whenever you said, oh, yeah, we have, we have this trailer that got leaked. We can watch it. And yeah. then I was like, oh, cool. And yeah, then another, like, another example of like something I got. I was like, oh, we could talk about this. I know we can't really tell what, what's happening in this trailer. Yeah. So she quality. But like, then, of course, the next day, oh, they dropped the actual trailer. So. Yeah. Here we are now. We're just going to talk about the trailer, I guess. Yes, exactly. Okay, to start off in the trailer, you can see that it, the movie looks like it takes place or at least starts immediately after the ending of mm-hmm. Far From Home. Because... Yeah, unless this is like flashback stuff. but It, it could does, be a flashback. It, it does feel like the first scene is going to be immediately... Yeah, because... Like him fleeing as soon as the reveal of... Far From Home happens at the yeah. end. Yeah, MJ's wearing the same exact outfit. They're mm-hmm. in the same area. He's very chaotic. Yes. He's very panicky. Yes. Uh, with getting away. Exactly. In what looks like, you know, New York City. Mm-hmm. Times Square. Times Square. Thank yeah. you. Um, so, yeah, it definitely looks like there's going to be quite a bit happening at that time, which, as you remember, takes place about eight months after the ending of Endgame. Mm-hmm. So, putting it in the timeline. Um, and then you go to see the police interrogation room and there's something where people think that this person be, be based on the suit and skinny tie that it, and the hairy arms, that it could be, <laughs> yeah. that it could be Matt Murdock. <laughs> which is Daredevil. Yeah, which is Daredevil. Uh, which, you know, we've had billions of rumors that, uh, the actor from the Netflix series is mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah. And that he'll be his lawyer or something, Mm -hmm. right? So I don't have any problem with that, and I think that'd be great. But, like, it doesn't look like him. Well, we don't have a head, but... I know, but, like, you can... He's not a... I don't... Yeah, I agree that I don't think that's him. I think think there's a good chance that he's in the movie. I think there's even, like, rumors that uh, Kingpin, from the exact same Netflix series, was going to have a... Yeah. Oh, nice. Was going to have a cameo in this, supposedly. Okay. But... I don't think that is him, but yeah. I think that it's alluding to him. Right, okay. Um, because the, the he has a pretty big gut, whoever that actor yeah. is. And sure, they could just like 
And then he's like slams the folder down on the table, and he seems Looks very like it's aggressive off. towards. It's like police files. It's yeah. like yeah, and then you nothing said... feels like it makes sense that it would be his lawyer. Yeah, it's very aggressive for someone who's supposed to be defending him. Yeah. I don't think it's a thing. I think you're guilty, but I'm gonna protect you. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Okay. And then, as you can see, as the trailer goes on, it seems pretty clear that they're unable to pin the death of Mysterio on him, or at least prove that maybe he's like out on bail whatever mm-hmm. whatever because you see him going back to school and going and doing other things that mm-hmm. are not in jail so obviously there's a process and plenty of the movie where he's not um under <laughs> under arrest yeah right which is good because that'd be a pretty boring movie most likely <laughs> um it was yeah the original pitch was spider-man house arrest <laughs> yeah or home arrest yeah and it's um, just him stuck at home. Yeah. Um. Then we see we see him at one point in the black suit, and it appears that he's inside of like a homeless shelter situation. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like not a lot of people are talking about this. Like yeah. that to me feels like that is the shelter that is tied to Miles Morales. Right. It could be, but I think also Aunt May volunteers there that's true she does have a okay but it still Whatever. could it could be either way mm-hmm. because there are other things that people have referenced that that they think it could be tying in miles morales um but so i'm, I'm on the fence about that one i mean we've already got like a a, a tie to miles in the first was the first movie yeah it's the first one yeah yeah or we have reference that he exists as a child yes basically yeah um and I don't know if I put this in the right spot, but I know there was a time when there was like a person holding up a sign that says devil in disguise. Mm -hmm. That was early on. Yeah. Yeah. Early on. So here's the thing. That could be like what? An Easter egg? Yeah. Because it's, this is lightly based around a comic run where Mephisto is tied to the story. Yes. So that could be, so that could be a fun Easter egg. Yeah. Or. Who knows? Maybe it could be tied to Mephisto actually having some kind of presence in the future. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. It it, it could be them hinting at Mephisto or Kevin Feige yeah. could just be trolling everyone. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'll be the first to admit I was full throttle with Mephisto and yeah. WandaVision. Same. And yeah. We were dead wrong. Yeah. Or were we? I mean, I mean <laughs> currently we were dead wrong. But if the day comes that that <laughs> shit gets revealed yeah. and we were retroactively right, yeah. <laughs> I will throw it in every single person's face I know. Everyone, yeah. Remember that time <laughs> you laughed at my crazy podcast theories about my I just Mephisto? think it's interesting. I just think it's interesting how <laughs> I find it funny that um, okay, so then we see Peter goes to Doctor Strange to try to get help. And he's like, can you make it so nobody knows that I'm Spider-Man anymore? Um, and this is, this storyline, this is kind of like a reference to a storyline that happens in the 2007's One More Day arc. And in this run, he reveals his identity during Civil War. And then Aunt mm-hmm. May dies. Good run. Civil War is a good run. Yeah. Nothing like the movie. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately, since Aunt May died, he goes to ask Doctor Strange for help to undo the damage. Doctor Strange is unsuccessful, so Peter turns to, you guessed it, Mephisto, to get help to try to bring Aunt May back. 
Um, so there's a significant tie there. Mm-hmm. And whether it's exactly as that happens or it's some kind of different version of that, I think this is, I mean, it could happen. There's definitely references to I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It feels like they're probably throwing together a lot of different runs into mm-hmm. this story. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the MCU, they do change a lot of things yeah. from their comic runs. So. Yeah. It could just be another tease. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. It could be more. Yeah. So when Peter gets to the Sanctum, uh, we see Wong leaving to do something else. He's got suitcases. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's leaving to go do whatever the fuck he's going to do in Shang-Chi. That's what I got out of it. Yeah. Is this is him leaving, which then, if that's the case, means Shang-Chi is directly parallel to yeah. the events of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless he's... Or at least that moment where he's in that movie. Yeah. Unless he's already back from that and he's just going on vacation. I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> he just he's happens like, he's to He's like, I leaving. want a bunch of money fighting abomination. <laughs> so I'm going to go hit up some casinos yeah yeah (laughs) okay so then we see this train scene which is very interesting it looks like a chase scene where dr strange is pursuing spider-man or peter parker and i think it's interesting that this is the only scene that i saw in which dr strange is not wearing the fancy cape of Mm -hmm. whatever it's called um and so to me it makes me wonder if it's a difference dr strange if it's a variant who's pursuing him or perhaps it's just the real regular Doctor Strange mm-hmm. who has realized Peter has done something horribly wrong even after their b- big old problem yeah. and is trying to c- capture him because of that. So like going back to like when Peter comes to him for yeah. help and yeah. he's like in his like sanctum and it's like frozen over. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing that I feel like nothing about that scene, the way he interacts with Peter, mm-hmm. feels like Doctor Strange to me. A lot of it felt very uncharacteristic of the character. He's definitely seems a little bit more casual than we're uh-huh. used to seeing him. It was a nice play on joke with like the name. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, we we saved the world together. You, yeah, you, yeah, you don't have to call me sir. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he's like, okay, Steven. He's like, weird, but I'll allow it or whatever. Yeah. It, it was a fun, feels weird, it was a fun joke, right? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You know, then like the whole Wong thing saying, you can't do that spell. It's too dangerous. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And then he winks at Peter. Yeah. That felt very not Doctor Strange to me. Yeah. I would agree with you except for that part. Because in the very beginning, he was super cocky and was like, I can do anything no matter what. Mm-hmm. And he was like, not about rules. So to me, that that's a throwback to his original, like, I can mm-hmm. do whatever I want attitude. But he's grown a lot. And you see him kind of in Infinity War and Endgame being very like... Very strict and mm-hmm. like, we have a job to do. We have to protect everybody. We have to be cautious what we do, how we do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just with like the getting the stones thing that he, you know, does with the four billion whatever. Yeah. Whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Instances of scenarios. The yeah. 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 But like just in general, he felt like he was not that kind of personality. Yeah. And then now he's all very like laid back and... Um, I can see that. I'm going to throw one thing out there. Oh, yeah? And I know this is like a very far-fetched thing. It's really just more because I thought it was fun. Yeah. The place is frozen, which yes. a lot of people are saying, oh, it's because Hulk fell through the building. No. Uh, and so now they have an open 
roof. It's which not is like, open, though. Oh, because he has no fucking magic that can yeah, just fix this. The, it's not damaged anymore. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know why. Yeah. People's argument is that yeah. it's, it's Hulk. It's that's not. the reason that... Makes no sense. You know, yeah. they're in, obviously in the winter, and that's why everything's frozen inside. Yeah. Um, Dante's Inferno. Are uh-huh. you, are you, do you know where I'm going with this? I do not. Okay. Well, it's a story about... <laughs> Please elaborate. A character who travels through the different levels of hell. Ah, okay. And one of those levels, hell is frozen. I see. You know that's the saying, when hell freezes over? Yes. Which I always thought was idiotic, because according yeah. to Dante's Inferno, uh-huh. hell is frozen. Yeah. Therefore, everything... That anyone knows about hell. I, 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 everything <laughs> that someone's like, when hell freezes over, it's like, oh, great. So, so now, when do then? we start? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But... Just for shits and giggles. Okay. Let's say Mephisto is behind something. Okay. Hell would be frozen over in the sanctum. Okay. Interesting. That does explain some things. I mean, I feel like it would explain why he doesn't feel like the character that I know him. Yeah. And then it would tie to the comic of like Mephisto made the deal with him, but maybe he didn't realize it was Mephisto because, yeah. you know, obviously the devil plays tricks. Yeah. That's true, and that would be an interesting way of them referencing that comic run without actually mm-hmm. officially having it be like, oh, he went to Mephisto for help. He mm-hmm. went to Doctor Strange for help, and it ended up yeah. being Mephisto. I haven't read that run, but I have to assume that Mephisto maybe conveniently found him in order for him to ask that of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's possible. I don't think Spider-Man's going and asking for a villain to come and help him with Well, something. he was desperate because he wanted Aunt May back. Okay. So, people do crazy stuff. Yeah. Cock tease. <laughs> Yeah, um, I I read that thing that people said that Hulk, Hulk throughout fell through the building. Yeah, but that seems that to be was... the ongoing census, and I'm like, I don't get that. that. That makes no sense. It doesn't make sense because they don't have magic; they couldn't just fix also, that. Also, wasn't that before the five year? Honestly, I don't even remember when he fell through. Like when he came back from space, I thought. Is that when that happened? I thought so. Yeah, he was falling oh, out, and he turned the, human as he so was falling. So it was in beginning of Endgame. Okay. Right. Yeah. It was when Iron Man was there. Yeah. Or was he already? There? Was he already there? I don't know. Whatever. No, he wasn't because he showed up. Because he showed of up it. because of it. Okay. Either way, I, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's been a long time. It doesn't time. make sense. Even if magic wouldn't work, you telling me that they couldn't be like, okay, we need a uh, construction crew in here. Yeah. Uh, like almost a year later. Yeah. Eight months. Something also plus, to, to consider about about who. Doctor Strange is at that time is he's wearing like sweatpants and shit and like that's very not Stephen mm-hmm. Strange. Mm-hmm. So it's very strange <laughs> of a doctor, <laughs> yeah, of his caliber. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It just I feel like it, it seemed like maybe there could be at the very least multiple variants of mm-hmm. Doctor Strange in this. Yeah. Um, and that said, maybe even. Tom Holland's Spider-Man. We don't necessarily know that we're seeing the exact one that we know. That's true. I mean, this technically takes place after the events of the multiverse situation, right? Oh, you're right. According to... Um, there's. A, have you heard the theory that the, the moment in with WandaVision when she, like, goes crazy, which starts that whole series? Mm-hmm. Uh is the exact moment of the Loki ending. 
tie, yes. like it's like the yeah. same timing and all that stuff. Have you seen that online? Yes. yes. So if that's let's say that that's true, okay. Uh-huh. WandaVision took place like a few weeks after mm-hmm. Endgame. Yes. So by that logic, this is long after, which then means the multiverse would be long Have in been existence for a while. Existence. Yeah. At this point. So maybe the Peter that we see that's going through this issue approaches the Doctor Strange in his universe, who is a very casual guy. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the one that we see that's not wearing the cape is the one that we know who's the more serious guy mm-hmm. and who's like, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Hmm. No, we're oh. getting a little too deep in yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, just one it's little It's very scene. interesting and I'm very excited. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so moving on, we got to see quite a few uh, possible villain situations that are coming back or joining this universe, potentially. There is somebody in a built somebody or something in the building behind Peter Parker. He's standing there in a suit. Happy is there in a car and then looks at him, whether that's actually in the same scene or not. It's like I don't think those are the same seen. scenes. I, it was just right after It was kind of like a, a collage of that yeah. those stuff happening. That, but, to me, it seems like it might not be. Yeah, so everyone's saying that that's Lizard. But I don't know how the fuck they would know because I, don't I can't think see it, shit. I, I've, I've paused it a billion times. Yeah. I've, I've done the like scene, like yeah. the, the, the frame by frame. Uh-huh. I don't even get the shape of a lizard. No. Um, at some point, it shapes. looks like there's a lot of red glowing all around the, the entity mm-hmm. um i wouldn't even argue that it's a physical being i would yeah. say it like feels like it's like some kind of a like a cloud liquid cl- maybe a cloud or some kind of, like so here's my thing uh, there's also been rumors it's venom which would then explain why venom 2 could be delayed if okay. it has something to do with that being a thing in, in venom mm-hmm. or for you know venom's in this yeah I don't think it's either of those. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what I what it is. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Same. But here's some thoughts that I just want to throw out there. Okay. That, you know, shits and gigs again. Yeah. What if it's Mysterio? He's not dead. I mean, yeah. Or a variant. Okay. Because it, it could be an illusion. Okay. Yes. Okay. So firstly, I I was pretty sure he wasn't dead, right? I mean, it's up in the air. Okay. Whether he's dead or not. Okay, I thought it was implied. The whole idea is like he could have pretended to 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 die because that's his thing. That's what I thought happened. But I don't know if there was ever like a concrete like he did or didn't die. Okay, got it, got it. The other option is because of the red glowingness on the whatever it is, (laughs) carnage. If we're gonna say venom could exist carnage that's like balls deep into a theory right there i know and i'm not saying that i think that's exactly (laughs) what it is but like based off what i'm seeing i would say it looked more like carnage than it looked lizard yeah i think people are just kind of tying to lizard because like well we got doc ock we've got electro we've got so we're just assuming green goblin like it's pretty obvious that they're going off of you know previously seen villains because all these other villains are there so it's assumed that they're all there yeah um, and I don't think we've heard any word that the actor for Amazing Spider-Man, who played Lizard, is in this. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. I um, also have no idea what it is, but it definitely doesn't even look like plus Lizard. Plus, if it was Lizard, then, like, he, it's not like he would be working with the other villains for yeah. a Sinister Six thing. Right. That, you know, it seems to be the, the senses that they're doing here. Right. Because he would be, like, a beast. He wouldn't be conscious of mm-hmm. his actions. Yeah. 
Um, my only other option is a a Spider Man type character because he kind of looked like a Spider character, like a Spider Man suit ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. To an extent. Okay. Again, we could barely see. Like, it, yeah. it, it took different forms. I'm I really like. not sure how anybody identified so, anything in that cloud of if it's If it's lizard, then fuck, okay. But yeah. I don't feel like I saw a lizard. Yeah. Um, also, it could be intentional that we don't really know what it is. Like, they yeah. could they could have fucked with the image so that you can't really decipher what it is. Fair point. Just, you know, like a misdirect. Yeah. So, like, you know there's something there, but you don't know what. Mm-hmm. Okay. So speaking of misdirects, we have a couple of things, a couple of two, two more kind of scenes to talk about that you have some ideas on. Um, the next scene we see Electro potentially versus Sandman, or at the very least Electro and Sandman maybe mm-hmm. happening. I mean, it looks like electricity is hitting what looks like Sandman bursting out of the ground. Yes. Which is kind of like a bad combination because like fire plus sand equals glass. So. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Not necessary, but it's something I, I thought of when I first saw that. I mean, he just has to change his name. Yeah. Glassman. Yeah. Um, so, and then we see a Spider-Man in the bottom right corner in a new suit that we haven't seen. It's black and white. What? I was thinking a funny quip for Spider-Man would be like, Glassman, I could see right through you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... Why don't you tell us what your thoughts are on this little little black and white Spider-Man? The suit looks like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah. The suit has, like, the webbing that's, like, popping out of the suit. Like, mm-hmm. it's the old traditional, like, black suit the from last time we saw Spider-Man him. 3, yep. which we saw Sandman in. Yeah. Now, we didn't see Electro, but I know that there was wording that this is, like, a variation of Electro, not necessarily the Electro. Right. So... It could be Jamie Foxx is still playing Electro, but not the same one. Yeah. A variant, if yeah. you will. Um, which then would, could explain. Like, so maybe he's a variant that's in Tobey Maguire's. Yeah. Obviously, we don't see Tobey Maguire or uh, and- Andrew Garfield in this trailer mm-hmm. at all. In fact, there are a lot of people who are like, that's not happening. We're sucking their own dicks online saying how, <laughs> see, they're not in the movie. Yeah. As though that's... The proof. Yeah. But obviously, if we're seeing him as Spider-Man, we wouldn't know which which version it is. Exactly. And it doesn't look like the suit that we've seen so far. Yeah, it doesn't look like... That's the the black and gold. Right. Also, so the next scene we see, it's like on a bridge or a highway or something where there's a bunch of cars stopped. I think it's a bridge. Mm -hmm. And Tom Holland appears to be wearing the same suit... You said that Tobey Maguire is wearing, like, mm-hmm. not spider suit, but, like, suit suit. <laughs> like, like a dress like a, suit. Like a dress suit. Yeah, he's it's wearing the same, the same exact one that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man wore in Spider-Man 3. Yes. When he's laying on web with uh, Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst's character. Yes. So, I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah. At the very least, that's intentional, like homage to the character in that movie right um here's where i'm interested in you know we've seen in like specifically endgame trailers Mm -hmm. the they had scenes where hulk was running with characters Mm -hmm. we don't see hulk in that fucking movie or no sorry infinity war Mm -hmm. we don't see hulk in that movie yeah really at all yeah um 
they put them, you know, Marvel, Disney did these these scenes in these trailers to like throw you off or they don't exist. They, those scenes don't happen or they happen different mm-hmm. than you see them. Yeah. And they obviously put money into Hulk being in that scene for that trailer. Yeah. Who's to say that we're not seeing misdirect in this trailer? Yeah, it's a good point. What if they filmed scenes with Tom Holland specifically for the trailer to throw you off? And in the reality, we're going to see Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield Spider-Man in those scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically the scene where he's got the suit that's the same as in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. So maybe we're going to see <laughs> these yeah. other Spider-Man characters. That's a good point. That we're going to see the villains. I don't know why we wouldn't see them. Yeah. It's very interesting. And another thing, which I think is my icing on the cake, mm-hmm. is... When they revealed Doc Ock, mm-hmm. who is clearly the exact Doc Ock from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. he says, hello, Peter, right? Yeah. Like, he recognizes him. He knows who he is. This Spider-Man, this Peter Parker, looks completely different yeah. than Tobey Maguire. Yeah. So, how would he know that that's Spider-Man? Or, to- or how, how does he know that's Peter Parker in this world? Yeah. If he doesn't look like the Peter he knows? Yeah. Unless You'll- he just saw, like... A newspaper that revealed who he was. And yeah, like, I mean, oh, there's... you're the Peter of this world, and I don't like Peter of any world. Yeah, so that's the thing. Is like he could, You could easily explain it by saying, like, oh, Peter Parker and or Spider-Man's face is plastered all over every fucking billboard ever mm-hmm. because of J. Jonah Jameson being a dickhead. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't explain his vendetta with this new person he's never met. So... Yeah. <laughs> um, unless he really is crazy and he's like, I have to take out every well, Peter Parker. I mean... If we're going to go back to the movies, and okay. I guess I'll say this now, spoilers, if you have not seen uh, Spider-Man 2 from 2000 and, I don't know, 5, 4, a long time ago. whenever like, it came out. 4, I think. Maybe even 3. Yeah, it was when I was still Spider-Man 2, which had Doc Ock in it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The ending, he ended up being good. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he fried the chip that was, like, fogging his, like, consciousness to be, like evil yeah okay mm-hmm. and then doc ock ended up trying to save everybody yeah by uh sinking the whatever the fuck quantum core uh-huh. device into the lake or ocean or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it was a river which we've gotten direct statements from i think him the actor himself mm-hmm. that, that this comes straight from that river into this movie like his existence comes right from that exact moment yeah so, if that's the case, then he's technically not even a bad guy. So, why is he a bad guy in this? He's got to be a variant. Right? But they're saying he's not. They're saying he's not a variant? But again, I guess they could be lying to my fucking face. That's so. true. That happens a lot. So, we brought up, you brought up Dog Ock, but not to, not to be forgotten, uh, Green Goblin's voice is definitely heard, and we see his little yep. grenade bomb situation. We do. We do see it. Um... Clearly the same one from be, yeah. from the original Tobey Maguire yeah. movie. Yeah, I really want to see what they do with this costume. Yeah. If do you think it's going to be the exact same thing, or do you think they're going to like update They've it? They've got to jazz it up a little bit, right? Because to make it more of a realistic, like not a Halloween be. costume. It has to be more realistic because otherwise no one's gonna take it seriously mm-hmm. like i think they could do some they really could do cool the same concept it. just make it look more real uh-huh. and then go with that yeah they would have to make it like a high-tech like yeah military suit type concept exactly, is what they yeah. were went for in the the grounded version of that yes. character yeah 
Not the Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, leave yeah. that to WB and their yeah. Looney Tunes audiences. Yeah. Okay, so there's probably more in that trailer, but that's the end of our list for things we wanted to specifically bring up. Um, it's How about the um, the cube that we see Spider-Man take in and Doctor Strange trying... It seems like he's chasing him down yes. to get this cube back. Yeah. Um, I've heard variety of people's thoughts on this cube. One was that it is a device that uses magic to hold people prisoner. Mm-hmm. Um, aka the villains. Yeah. I've heard that it is used for the sanctum for mm-hmm. some purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's going to be involved heavily in some way, but uh, I knew as soon as I saw it, I, I mean, was like, what the fuck is he holding? Yeah, Spider-Man's stealing it. Then it, yeah. seems like, it seems like he's stealing it. Yeah. But then again, there could be like an evil strange. Like, we don't know. True. Doctor, we'll call him Dr. Evil. <laughs> He's a lot paler and bald. Or Stevel Strange. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, there's definitely a lot to unpack with this trailer, and it definitely it, uh, it does a lot to add to the excitement of the movie coming out mm-hmm. sometime in the near future, which is December seventeenth. And yeah. they really emphasize that this is exclusive. You're gonna have exclusive formats in theater. Yeah. Premium formats or something like that, right? Is yeah, that what something said? like that. I don't know what the fuck that means, but sure. It's just like IMAX and yeah. whatever the fuck and other HDX, whatever the hell they call it. Stuff like that, probably. Yeah, yeah I definitely feel like they're going the Sinister Six route with this one. Mm-hmm. I would, I would have guessed that they would have started it up, planted the seeds for Sinister Six. But like, I feel like I'm a little hesitant if this is going to be in a Sinister Six movie in the end. Maybe it's not. How long do you, how much of this trailer do you think is actually, do you think this is like covering the whole movie or just like the first act? You know, because we see trailers these days where they go, oh, this is only like the first 20 minutes of the movie. I think it's, there's enough going on in this trailer that I think it's from throughout the most of the movie. Okay. It's my suspicion. So you think like the freeway stuff with Doc Ock and Green Goblin is going to be like a big, like climactic moment near the end? Or do you think it's going to be like... Okay, so I'm thinking the first two-thirds of the movie is what I think is covering. There's probably going to be some Mm -hmm. surprises and some other shit. The fact that Doctor Strange is in this, I feel like has to tie in something with Doctor Strange, other than just his being there. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, we obviously have his movie, which is the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. This is clearly already technically a Multiverse of Madness in this sense. Yes. Was he was Spider Man in? Is he going to be in that movie? Did uh, we, I think I he feel is. like there was a rumor, or at the very least, something reported that he would be in that as well as like a cameo at the very least. But I don't remember. But I just I don't know. I feel like you know I kept saying Spider Man has to be like the 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 movie's literally called No Way Home, yeah. and I took that as like, and this was before that title came out. I took the whole movie idea as. They're getting rid of Spider-Man through storytelling so that Sony can use him with Venom and Morbius and all those characters. Yeah. Um, on the Sony-verse side of Spider-Man. <laughs> but I just don't know anymore because I feel like they're really tying him to other characters besides Iron Man now um, going forward with the MCU. 
And I don't know how you can do that if you're always on this contractual, like, will they, won't they renew their contract? You know? Yeah. The last one, you know, they had their breakup situation. And then, you know, they finally worked it out. And then the idea was, we got this Spider-Man movie. And then we got a collaboration movie he would be in with other characters. So Elizabeth Olsen was confirmed for Multiverse of Madness, but Tom Holland was not. Okay. But it's rumored. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the rumor is that WandaVision is going to tie to all of this yeah. somehow in the end. Mephisto. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm going to double down on that. And yeah. I, know, I know that I'm probably just, like, asking... To fail on my my prediction, but I'm I'm going to say I think Mephisto is somehow involved in this still, and I think we're not going to know until later on. I think it's a strong possibility, and I, I know like the people are laughing at you know, and there's always billions of jokes about Mephisto this, Mephisto that. It's always Mephisto now, but I do think there are characteristics of Doctor Strange where it could be that maybe Mephisto is behind it or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, which I think would be a long game fun play for Marvel. Yeah. Uh, and I'm probably completely wrong, and I will accept that if I am. Yeah. But I'm going to double down because, you know, you bet on that rare one, you're going to win all the money. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That is it for our trailers section. That is it for our news section. Let's get into what we watched this week. So here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're DTF. That's a good one. That's a good one. got it. You know, two weeks off. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good comeback. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, we started with What If. We watched... I guess what two episodes? Yeah, they've had two, two episodes. episodes so far. This so, premiered on it, August 11th on Disney Plus. It's the series that's an animated show, uh, animated anthology show uh, exploring the alternate timelines of the MCU after the creation of the multiverse. Um, it was created by, and the head writer is AC Bradley. And um, there's a ton of cast members. That we're not going to go all deep into it right now, but mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright is the the watcher, who's the narrator. And so that's so I heard his voice. I knew exactly who yeah. that was. And yeah. I thought that was interesting. I did not. I did not know, or I forgot that he was going to be involved. Yeah, I had a, like I was like, oh yeah, that sounds kind of familiar. But I had completely forgotten mm-hmm. as well. So the first episode was about Peggy Carter, and the second episode mm-hmm. was about uh, T'Challa. And I'm going to leave mm-hmm. it at that, I guess, because I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's not really. It's not a spoiler. It. It's in the it, title. Basically, T'Challa becomes. It's an Star alternate Lord. version yeah. of uh, Captain. America mm-hmm. for the first episode and yes. an alternate version of Star-Lord yes. for the second episode. Yes. I like the show. I don't think it has its teeth in me yet. Mm-hmm. I do like it. I think it's fun. I think the first episode was a little safe. It felt very much the same story, but just swapping the characters a bit. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a little disappointing because it's like you could have done a lot better with that. Mm-hmm. You could have told a whole different story. Um, but I did enjoy it mm-hmm. for what it was. So something interesting that I noticed whenever I was grabbing some notes for this, under the cast and characters, Jeffrey Wright is listed as under starring. Mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman is listed under recurring. Everyone else is under guests. 
So interesting. I kind of wonder going forward in the following episodes if if Star Lord T'Challa is going to come back and be involved in some other people's stories as well. So that's another question I guess I have is is this sporadic timelines or is this one timeline that they all connect? See, in the original description of the show, it was alternate timelines. Mm-hmm. But I wonder... I mean, it's kind of implied because of the multiverse stuff and Loki that this is now other stories that are being told because of that. Yes, exactly. Um, I think he even kind of references the whole idea with yeah. you know, the narrative side in the beginning of the first episode. Yeah. Um, I liked the second episode a lot more than I liked the first. Agreed. Um, I, I mean, we're just going to say it right now, right? For me, at least, it was it was semi hard to hear Chadwick Boseman in the role for yeah. this because this is the you know basically the last thing as far as I'm aware he's done. Yeah. At least as the character. Yeah. And so, uh, I didn't expect that. I guess even yeah. though I knew he was going to be the voice, I like yeah. actually hearing it. It made it a little bit more real. It's a, a little heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. But I think that episode was strong. I do like that uh, it felt different mm-hmm. than just swapping some characters around. It like felt like they actually changed the story. They had some really, yeah. really crazy twists as like how things played out. Yeah. And like they still acknowledged what we know of the MCU, yes. which I thought was interesting. But just um, uh, this, whatever this, whatever caused... Whatever Nexus event, if you will, caused this branching timeline, mm-hmm. caused some crazy, fucked up, completely different things. Um, but it was very interesting to see certain characters in the role they were in in this episode. Yeah. I think also one thing with the first episode that bothered me was they had Sebastian Stan as his character. Mm-hmm. But he, it felt like he was reading his lines. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't feel like he was... In the show, it felt like he was just reading his lines, and it was very awkward sounding. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you feel about the animation style? It's, I mean, it's like cell shaded. I mean, it's a it's pretty bit. basic, yeah. cell shaded. Uh, what you're kind of expect with animated shows these days. Yeah, yeah. I, it was fine. I yeah. liked it. I, I mean, liked it, it. It reminded me of like Telltale Games. Yes, um, a little bit more detailed. Say. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. I was kind of expecting each episode to have its own unique style, but it looks like everything's just this. Yeah. I think that might have been like an initial press release or something made Mm -hmm. us believe that it was going to be different styles. Um, Because I feel like I remember talking about it where we thought it was going to have different animation styles. Yeah. Uh, I'll continue watching it, but so far I haven't been like, this is something we needed to have. I... I do think it's a little silly that we aren't getting the whole series as dropped at once. I get they want yeah. that, you know, they want you to think about the show for eight to ten weeks versus watching it in a weekend and then forgetting about life. it. Like, yeah. I get that. They want the the marketing for it on that, on that front with social media. But it doesn't feel like a show like Loki or WandaVision where... You need that anticipation for the next episode. Like, right. I feel like, oh, right, well, that's cool. I guess I'll wait for the next one. But, yeah. like, I'm not like, oh, oh, I can't wait to see what's happening next. Yeah. And 
what's going to happen with this and that? Because obviously it's, as far as we know, not connected. Yeah, I think the excitement for the next episode of these is really going to be based on your passion for that character. Mm-hmm. So. And so far I haven't been like, oh, I really want to see what happens with these characters. Yeah. What was weird to me with the... Um, I feel like both episodes had this issue where they had some big name cast members return. Mm-hmm. But then other ones they didn't have. Yeah. Like Dave Batista did not return. And apparently he was never asked from what we saw on yeah. social media. According to social media exchanges, yeah. So I'm curious what what got them to decide, like, we need these people to return but not these ones. Right. Like, was it budget? Was it like we we can't really afford everybody so let's get the ones that we really want back? Maybe. I was wondering the same thing. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we've only seen two episodes. It's a little hard to rate, but mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely say I am going to slice it because I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm really, I'm looking forward to the zombie episode for sure. Yeah. Because that's like a whole comic thing that they have and I'm really curious what they do with that. Yeah. It'll be fun, I think. Yeah. Uh, or completely disappointing. Yeah. Those are my two options. I'll slice it. I, I think we've, it's been solid what we've got, but... I do hope it kind of picks up mm-hmm. and they get a little bit more unique with the stories that they tell and not really just retell the same things with different characters swapped around. Yeah. All right. Uh, we also checked out a show called Mr. Corman. This premiered on August 6th on Apple TV Plus, um, and it's like a weekly episode situation. I want to say it's on Fridays. It follows the life of Josh Corman, a public school teacher in the San Fernando Valley and kind of just sees his various daily life struggles. Um, Joseph Joseph Gordon-Levitt stars as Josh and Arturo Castro is his roommate and friend named Victor. We watched three of the currently four available episodes and (laughs) this is not at all what I expected it to be. So I'm going to start off yeah, with that. Yeah, wasn't it like kind of like defined as like a dark comedy? Yes. Um, and like the preview or the teaser or whatever the fuck I saw was seemed very like kind of like dark comedy. Like mm-hmm. kind of funny but in like a schadenfreude kind of way. Um, and it was, I was like, oh yeah, that could be cool. And I usually like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So I was like, oh yeah, let's check that out. And then it was like very depressing I, f- I think that's a good way of wording it I thought they they tried to be really artsy with some of the the stuff where he it's like he daydreams and it mm-hmm. it's like kind of like uses as the transitions for where he is and what he's mm-hmm. doing in the, in this show yeah um that, that stuff was fine it was a little weird at times but like, I get what they were going for yeah I just felt very uncomfortable watching this show yeah. like mm-hmm. i get he's supposed to be going through i guess anxiety yeah he's got some kind of anxiety uh, situation going on and at, at times i do kind of feel like maybe i did relate to him with some of the stuff he was dealing with mm-hmm. but the way that the show was and maybe this is intentional to kind of to really emphasize anxiety for people mm-hmm. but like i was so uncomfortable watching mm-hmm. this show watching him dealing with stuff and yeah. like you think you hit it depression depressing it just yeah. was not entertaining because i felt like i was uncomfortable yeah with everything you yeah. know 
there's a moment in one, I think the first episode where he like hooks up with this or tries to hook up with this chick. Yeah. And he meets at a bar and everything's yeah. going fine. And yeah. then like they get into it in this uh-huh. weird, like uncomfortable dispute and yeah. argument. And yeah. it's just like. It's a really weird thing to watch him self-sabotage. It's like Kirby enthusiasm, but there's no comedy. No, it, <laughs> there was not nearly enough comedy to call this a dark comedy. It was only dark, and like maybe some of it was funny if you're like a really sadistic person and like watching someone suffer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I we watched the three episodes, and I said, you know, I'll watch one more. Mm-hmm. I said I'll watch one more, and if I'm still not into it, I'm probably out. Yeah. Haven't watched it yet. So it's probably not going to be a thing. <laughs> I will watch it because okay. I will commit to it because I said I would. But okay. like I honestly so far, it's not my thing. It's, I'm probably going to have to say burn it. Yeah. But I will watch another episode. Okay. Um, for me, I also want to watch one more episode because I keep, I think it's got like this slow burn type of situation going on mm-hmm. so maybe it gets funnier H- hence the burn it yeah um for me i'm gonna call it i'm gonna say i'm gonna test it because i will also check out one more episode i also felt uncomfortable a lot of it but probably not as much as you did um and just for the record that discomfort of watching this that's how i feel watching scary movies okay. i'm uncomfortable the entire okay. time i kind of feel too like the um the way they did the music and just like the sound effects throughout the yeah. show yeah. was, I think it was intentional to kind of give you that discomfort of yeah. the scenes. Yeah. Cause they'd have like very high tension noises. I mm-hmm. feel like just constantly happening. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming, like you said, I think that some of it might've been on purpose to highlight the fact that he's going through anxiety. Like there's one point where it's pretty clear he's having an anxiety attack. Um, or a panic attack, one or the other. I honestly said I don't know the exact difference, so forgive me if I've said that wrong. But um, okay, yeah, no, there was a difference. I think there is, and I'm, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But he's going through one of them, and he doesn't understand, and it's like it's a really uncomfortable situation. I think the background sounds in that though that scene are particularly difficult. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely not at all what I expected. So bummer. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Overall, I've liked pretty much most of what we've watched on Apple TV+, Plus, mm-hmm. but this one I'm just not yeah. feeling it so yeah. far. It's a little bit more artsy, and you have to be willing to, like... It feels like it might be a passion project for him, rather yeah. than, like, yeah. something he just thought had a cool script. I don't yes. know. Exactly. Okay. So. All right. Here's the big one. We saw Free Guy in theaters. This came out August 13th. And it follows a guy named Guy, <laughs> uh, who is a bank teller who learns he's actually a non-player character, an NPC, in an open-world video game. He's able to play the he is, becomes able to play the game and works to save his friends from deletion by the game's creator. That's a very simplified version of what happens without yep. giving you the detailed spoilers because we don't want you to have all the subplot that's more interesting. Um, it's directed by Sean Levy, and the story was by Matt Lieberman. Uh, there's a pretty, like we talked about, quite a few people that are in the cast that we didn't even notice. Apparently a lot of cameos. A lot of cameos. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is the main character, Guy, or also known as Blue Shirt Guy in this game. 
And he is also Dude, who's another character, which, fun fact, was actually Ryan Reynolds' face superimposed on a bodybuilder's body, Aaron Reed. So, now we know. When um, I heard Dwayne Johnson was in this, I was like, oh, that must be yeah. <laughs> who Dwayne Johnson was. The yeah. body. Yeah. But I was completely wrong. Yeah. Um, and Jodie Comer plays Millie on her avatar. Her name was Molotov Girl. Joe Keery is in this. He plays Walter Keys McKees. And Taika Waititi is Antoine, who's the head of the game company that owns this uh, open world game. Mm-hmm. Those are like the the big hitters. Yeah. Um, I really, really liked this. I thought it was very funny. And I thought it was clever how they did all the different um, aspects, like showing you different aspects of the game. It was like a combination of lots of different games going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked how they gave... All of their little references to how NPCs behave were hilarious. They were all almost like inside jokes for gamers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was yeah. like, it was funny. And and I think there were lots of little little references to um, other Disney or Disney properties that yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. there were, were some, like, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Some property tie-in yeah. Easter eggs I thought were yeah. pretty fun. Uh, I think I enjoy this a lot. I laughed so much. Mm-hmm. The story, though, I think as much as I think they did a great job with tying together the reason why everything is happening, mm-hmm. I do feel like they failed in the sense of really being able to do some cool shit with the world. Okay. Um, it just felt like the action scenes and all that stuff were just very, like, um, sporadic, I guess, and... It just felt like there was missed opportunities where they could have done so much more with some of the scenes for like, not so, I guess action in a general sense, but like there's like a scene where like the, this building is like collapsing or, or whatever on them as they're driving and mm-hmm. like the the context as to why that's happening. I think they could have done so much more by having... Uh, other characters used instead of just like this generic building. Right. Okay, um, that makes sense. Also, just in that sense, I feel like, and of course, is like a ridiculous movie about a video game character coming to life, right? Yeah. But like, I, and I'm not a developer at all, but it felt like some of the stuff they were doing was not realistic to how game development works. Like, they're just live typing something. Beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, 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 yeah. Boop. And yeah. then, like, it's in the game, and like, it's completely changing the entire oh, yeah, of structure course. of the engine of it's the game. Very exaggerated. And I just like, okay, like, I'm yeah. not a developer. Maybe you can do this, but from yeah. what I understand, this is just ridiculous. You can't do this. Yeah, I can see that. Because if that was the case that you could do that, then you know what? We wouldn't have games delayed. Yeah. We wouldn't have <laughs> patches that need to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. The movie was funny, though. I yeah. had a great time with... Yeah. Uh, I think he had a great chemistry with Jodie Comer. And, mm-hmm. You know, the, their whole thing. A little predictable where, where it was leading. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it was a lot of fun. You know, I didn't I didn't mention, actually, Lil, Lil Rel Howery is his name. He played the character's best friend, mm-hmm. Buddy. <laughs> 
Um, I think that their chemistry was pretty good too. Like their little banter back and forth, mm-hmm. I thought was pretty entertaining as well. Yeah. All I can say is I'm excited that they're potentially looking at doing a sequel because mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways they could go with it, but I'm interested in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I guess my overall rating would be, I'll slice it. Okay. I think it had, it had some issues with the, the way that they approach stuff in the in the movie, but I think the overall gist was there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I liked it a lot, so I'm gonna dissect it. Mm. And I'm really surprised we didn't see like a lot of product placement for actual video games. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that. Surprised like, by that uh, too. Like just like maybe. Things from games that, like, are, like, well-known. Yeah. You know, that you could use and, like, mm-hmm. basically product placement like for video games. Like the purple dildo bat? Yeah. <laughs> or just or just a mushroom. Yeah. That would make the character <laughs> yeah. grow. That's true. Yeah. Um, one thing was a was an eye roll, I will say, though, was they did have uh, some game streamers that were, like, cameos in this. Yeah. And some of them, I'm like, they felt so forced. Yeah. That's true. One of them, which I'm sure they filmed this long before that, but she <laughs> is now like in porn. Oh, nice. So okay. I thought that was kind of funny to see her yeah. in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. It's a solid movie. Yeah, I definitely recommend people check it out. If you're into gaming at all, or even if you just like Ryan Reynolds' humor in almost I all I think that was movies. the best part about this, is you don't have to be into gaming. Yeah, Like, the way that they did this, the story, it's like... If you are just a fan of Ryan Reynolds, like you'll mm-hmm. get, you'll get the comedy, yeah, and that's all that you need. Yeah, correct. Okay. All right, and that is it for what we watched this week. Uh, if you're still here, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to go leave us a rating or a view on your favorite podcast network. Ideally, on Apple Podcasts or iTunes would be good. The ratings there matter more, apparently. So please do that for us. We would love it. Um, also, check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at DTF Pod. You can also check our website, DTFCast.com, or send us an email directly to DTFPod at gmail.com. We're taking requests or feedback or whatever your heart desires. Well, Free Guy is a pretty good transition into uh, our gaming section. So, Oh, yeah, it is. Good point. I guess we just have to always review a movie based off of a game and we'll always have a great transition <laughs> yeah noted so let's check out some of the stuff what's coming out this week we have a lot actually gaming i feel like is usually pretty quiet mm-hmm. but there's a lot now uh i want to throw this on ios and android has marvel feature Re- revolution coming out august 25th okay so it's basically like an rpg kind of marvel Video game. Really? Okay. But it's on your phone. Nice. I just stumbled across this yesterday. So Might I'm like, worth okay. Out. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be full of microtransaction type stuff. Oh, 100%. But just don't buy that stuff. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Or don't do. Or don't do. do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, getting the Xbox 12 minutes comes out or came out August 19th. Again, we are living in the past. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh, Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy one, right? Yeah, and okay. Willem Dafoe. Oh, He's okay. He's also in it. Interesting. Um, also, this is on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass... Yeah, I'm excited about that. It's there. Because I want to play it. Uh, I played hour and a half-ish. Oh, okay. Do not let the, the title 
trick you. It is not a 12-minute game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of thought that it was, like, going to be like that kind of thing where it's a 12-minute yeah. game, but, like, you have to keep playing it over and over and it reveals more shit. Uh-huh. No. It's, I think the game only takes 12 minutes if you know exactly what to do and how to do it. It's a puzzle game. Okay. Kind of like an escape room in a sense, but, okay. like... You're telling a story. Okay. And you have to figure out what to do and how to do it in order to get the story to progress. Gotcha. And it's got this... It's, okay. From what I understand, it's got a crazy story. Right. But well, maybe, I'm, I'm stuck in a spot and I don't know. Well, maybe I'll play it and then we can talk about it sometime. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested in it though. Yeah. So I'm going to continue that game. Uh, PlayStation has Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. Uh, keep in mind, this is the one you have to buy if you want it on PS5 because they decided that they are going to charge for their upgrade on Sony's side. That's how it done. Of gaming. Uh, and apparently they took the other version off of their store, so you basically have to buy this version. Oh, wow. Um, Switch has No More Heroes 3 coming out August 27th. Not a franchise I'm familiar with, but I know it's a popular franchise. Okay. Uh, multi-platform we have avengers war for wakanda expansion that came out august 17th we will be talking about that later with our you know game reviews yeah so if you're interested in that stick around uh quake 2021 is coming out august 19th or came out august 2019th mm-hmm. um i don't know if that's the remake or if they just re- it's a released remaster. it okay yeah that makes more sense guys i feel like i would have heard about the game if they were remaking it uh, and uh, Madden NFL 22 or came out August 20th for anybody into the sports games. Aliens Fireteam Elite, which is based off the Alien franchise, comes out August 24th. Psychonauts 2 comes out August 25th. And, of course, that is also on Game Pass because it is a Microsoft property. Gotcha. But it is also available on PlayStation. So. All right. Okay. So, big list. Yep. Very big list. Plenty of the play. All right, our big topic for gaming this week I thought was an insane story. So the Outriders video game, remember we, we played the demo, uh, beta, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Games out as of April 1st this year on Xbox Game Pass. You could buy it. It's multi-platform. Has it been out that long? It's, oh yeah. Oh my god. I started playing it, but we I haven't have really gotten into it. not played a whole lot, which kind of probably ties into this yeah. whole issue. <laughs> Um, so uh, apparently what's going on with this game is the developer People Can Fly, uh, have not received any data that references the success of their game. And because of this, they have also not received any money for profits on the game. Uh, so People Can Fly had an agreement with publisher Square Enix that they would receive royalties for the game's first quarter sales by August 16th. Of this year. So Mm. April to August. Okay. Uh, The company says that they have not received any transfer of money from Square Enix. This is all like something that they see on their website, like a blog or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their exact quote was, this probably means that according to Square Enix, the game outriders did not break even after the first quarter of sales, 4-6-2021. According to the publisher... The revenues from the sales of the game are lower than the total cost of its production, revenues, including quality assurance, distribution, and promotion. Yeah, that probably means that, right? Yeah. That's, yeah okay. So this isn't a f- for sure. Yeah. Basically, 
People Can Fly is speculating what the reason that they have not received any money yeah. uh, for this game is. Because based off their agreement, whatever profits they got, they would have gotten by now. Right. So they're assuming because they haven't that it means it has not passed the budget, basically, right, right. of what it costs to make the game in these departments. They also said that they basically have not seen any data from Square Enix, so they have no idea how well the game is or isn't doing. So they can't really check if they should be getting money, because they don't even know. Yeah. Uh, so basically, their quote was, We don't have any sales figures for Outriders. We estimate it at between 2 and 3 million units, and assume that this was a result that would ensure profitability for this project in the first quarter of sales. The lack of payment by the publisher probably means that, according to Square Enix, this is not the case. And that came from the uh, president of the management board of the uh, company. That's a bummer. <laughs> it's crazy, though, right? Yeah. So, I mean, by that logic, if there's one of two things, right? Basically, either Square Enix has fucked up and they haven't given them their money for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Or... The game has been deemed not successful by Square Enix. Therefore, they have not given them money because they deem it not profitable as of yet. Which would be crazy. I feel like there was a big hubbub about this game. You would think that there would be some kind of upfront payment Mm -hmm. to the developer. Um, Yeah. Keep in mind, as we've already said, this game is on Game Pass. Yeah. Did Square Enix make a side mm. agreement with Microsoft? And that's kind of dripping into what people can fly should be getting. That's a good Is question. Is this like an issue where because it's streaming on Game Pass. It's not a sale. And it was like maybe a loophole where the developer had no say in it because the publisher had the rights to where it went. Mm-hmm. And so now it's going to Game Pass and no one's buying the game. Therefore, it's not profiting in that sense. Yeah. So Square Enix maybe made money off of that deal for publishing it with Microsoft, but the developer maybe didn't. Interesting. That's a that's a very interesting thought. That's a terrible situation if that's the case, yeah, right? very. Also, then it makes me wonder if that is the scenario. Wouldn't it be in developers best interest now to cut out publishers like this and just go directly to microsoft yeah we know microsoft publishes like indie games and stuff yeah do you think this could form some kind of a new development publisher company where microsoft deals directly with those companies to put all they'll put it multi-platform but it also include agreements for game pass specifically yeah to kind of like block this issue if that's the case of a third party side contract that's fucking their profits over yeah definitely it does say they did reference royalties specifically though right so there may have been some money that they initially got just not royalties right well the royalties i think are based off how many copies are sold right. of the yeah, game so it's just addition, addition. but again if the game's on game pass you have who knows how many people i'm sure microsoft doesn't give the data of how many people are playing or mm-hmm. And we don't even necessarily even know what defines the contract for Game Pass. So is it like just if somebody logs in once, do they get credit for the contract that that game was being played? Or is it like has to be concurrent hours played within a certain time? Yeah. 
consistency. You know, the, we don't know the rules of what a contract would be for the success on Game Pass. Right. But I would think because it's not being bought as a physical copy or even digital, it's mm-hmm. just they're losing all that money from the potential buyers. Right. Yeah. Of course, there's the argument of like, well, maybe people wouldn't have bought the game to begin with, but now that they've played it, they'll want the game. Yeah. And so when it leaves Game Pass, maybe they'll go buy the game. So we could see a shift in in units sold after it leaves Game Pass, potentially. That's a good point. I just thought it was crazy that this is a scenario where they don't even have the data of how well their game is doing, and they're not going to get the data because it's not something that Square Enix does, but they just have to rely on them... Not getting the money because of the assumption that it wasn't profitable. Yeah. Like, shouldn't there be some kind of legal thing of proof that you aren't owed money yeah. by your first quarter, whatever, contractual... Yeah, you would imagine. Paycheck. It definitely seems like there would be some kind of safe safeguards in place. I mean, it's probably going to be at some point. Yeah, exactly. All right. I just thought that was crazy. Yeah, Definitely. All right, moving into some quicker stuff. Uh, Skyrim is getting a 10th anniversary, in case you haven't played it the other million times it was released. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it's coming out November 11th. Uh, It's going to include special edition of Skyrim and 500 plus creation club elements, along with a new fishing mechanic for the game. Sure. Uh, So basically, if you give a shit about fishing, there's a reason to buy the game again. Yeah. Also... If you're releasing a Skyrim 10th anniversary, that kind of means that your Skyrim special edition isn't that special anymore, is it? Oh, yeah, I guess not. Is there, so, is there some kind of like upgrade you can get if you already have the game, but not the special? Like, is... Basically, you have to have a special edition, and you'll get the free upgrade. Oh. Otherwise, you got to buy the game again. Got it. So, all the other versions of the game that they've sold over and over to people doesn't count. Yeah. you got to have one particular version. Yeah. Which is... Kind of bullshit, if you ask Yeah, me. it is. Hell, I don't even know if it's 10th anniversary because it's been 10 years of the game or if it's been they've released it 10 times and this is like the... Or 9 times and this is the 10th. Their an, the anniversary is for how many times they've released a game over and over. It could be 10th anniversary of the game. I was just making a joke. Oh, okay. It, that's obviously what it is. Okay. I, I was just trying... Uh, yeah, it has how to be. How old is the game now? Well, I'm all I know is I got the game as a gift. It was, it was PS3 on. and 360 when it came out. Yeah. So that means it was 2011? Yeah. So that makes sense. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I originally bought the game for PlayStation mm. when it came out. Because I had friends talking about how great the game was. And then I got the game and, and like, this game it. fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't get why people like this stuff. Yeah. It's not your thing. It's though. not my stuff. Yeah. It's too slow. Yeah. I hate the idea that I pick up items and I walk slower. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's realistic, but, like, yeah. fuck off with but that. fuck that, yeah. That's the whole point of playing a video game. <laughs> yeah, I liked it, but I well, got that, really... that version had a lot of problems. Yeah. There was, like, a, a glitch in the game that you... The longer you played the game, I guess, the larger your save file, and then it would, like, lose the save file or some shit. Something would happen where, basically, the game was not playable at a yeah. certain point. Yeah, yeah. And they had so many bugs with the PS3 version, so yeah, I have it on PC, so I don't it. I didn't have to worry about any yeah. of that. And it been I, around. We been bought the VR years. version too for PlayStation. Yes. I don't know. Have you played it? Have not. Okay. No. 
quite the purchase, I guess. Um, I would like to play I'm it. I'm assuming we don't have special edition version. I doubt it, yeah. So. All right. All right. Moving on to a much more fun historical environment. Okay. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, as of today, actually, is receiving a 60 frame per second update for the PS5, Xbox Series X, and S version of the game. Well, not version. It's still the PS4 and Xbox One version of the game, but they're giving you better frame rate now. Nice. It's not technically a true upgrade to the next gen. Yeah. But are you gonna download it and see what it looks yes, like? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> so when I saw this, I said, "Great, I can spend another 180 hours in Greece." Because <laughs> that's how much I played that game. Yeah, and it already looked gorgeous on the previous oh, gen. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. and those load times are pretty fucking long for that game. Oh yeah, they were. So I'm curious to see how fast it is now. I read a lot of tips waiting for those load screens. <laughs> and I was running on the One X, and I was like, "This is still." Yeah. Pretty pretty long load time. Yeah. Uh, all right. NHL 22, if you're into that, it's hockey. Most people are like, what's the NHL? Yeah. It's hockey. It's a National Hockey League. It's a new video game. Uh, apparently, it's going to be a PS5 and Xbox Series X specific game. They're not doing PS4 or Xbox One. So, they're shifting the game to the Frostbite engine much like Madden and the FIFA games have, and they're going for an October release. Probably to coincide with the release of the season hmm. for the NHL hockey. Okay. You know, my team's going to suck. <laughs> Got the Sharks. They're my thing. Got a whole bunch of drama with uh, Vander Kane going right now. Yeah. Would not be shocked if we see his contract bought out and moved along. We'll see. But uh, not not looking forward to the season as far as a... Uh, competitive nature. Yeah. <sighs> All right. People like it. I don't care. I, <laughs> what is hockey? All right. And our last topic for gaming. Call of Duty Vanguard has officially been announced. It's the new Call of Duty. It's coming out in November. Uh, November 5th to be exact. It's going to be led by Sledgehammer this time around. Because they rotate their developers for these Call of Duty games question yes. is there a new game every year basically yes okay got it just want to make sure I think there was crazy. one year where they didn't have a game where they did but it was like only multiplayer yeah okay. because the campaign wasn't working out okay just making sure that but I thought maybe... basically Call of Duty is an annual game and the big criticism that people have is that you're buying the same shit every year yes to an extent they change stuff but yeah overall you're buying the same shit every year which I think is why Warzone is so popular because it's free to play We'll talk about some of that too. So, uh, this game will include campaign multiplayer with a new mode called Champions Hill. Basically, it looks like they're doing a battle royale mixed with multiplayer. So, you're going to do, from what I understood, it's you have your your team, which I'm assuming is like four players, uh, and you go against other teams, and then the winners of those move on. And you collect money and weapons and all this stuff like Battle Royale. And then you have to keep competing against other teams until you guys are the victors. It's it's like more like a Battle Royale, but like team versus team versus instead of everybody's on the same map at once. Okay. It, that's what it seems like it is from what I've read. Got it. Why don't they just call it King of the Mountain? Well, I mean, it would be King of the Hill, right? That's like 
the name of well, that's the name of the show, but it's based yeah. off the phrase "King of the Hill," right? I thought it was "King of the Mountain." I mean, that was just phrase. a game type. "King of the Hill" is a game type in a lot of games. I thought it was "King of the Mountain." I mean, six of one, half dozen of the other. Okay, I it's fine. We're good. Never I mean, mind. I'm technically, just... hills and mountains are different things, but yeah, they are. <laughs> I've always heard "King of the Hill," not "King of the Mountain." I've only heard "King of the Hill" because of the show. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter, so please uh, continue. So, they are also including zombies, but here's the thing that pisses me off about this. Treyarch, who is responsible for the current Call of Duty, mm-hmm. is doing zombies in the t- current one. Okay. They are also coming over and helping to do zombies for the new game. Why? So, basically, they're telling us, buy a second video game. To continue playing your zombie story that you've already invested in. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're giving us the stuff for free and stuff season passes like they used to do. But basically you're telling me you're making it like a season pass by having to buy another game for just zombies. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. And, of course, this game is going back to World War II. Mm-hmm. This is all going to be... Back to the old times with less cool weapons. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious how the gameplay is going to work with feeling like it's not sluggish. And Have they ever made a World War... I know it's not a thing yet, just to be clear, in case anyone listening thinks I'm a fucking idiot. Have they ever considered like a World War Three theme, like futuristic bullshit? Yeah, some of those games are based around the idea of it. Of it being Starting a World War Three. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, they have advanced warfare. It just seems like it'd be cooler. They have ghosts, which is semi futuristic. Oh, it was like wall running and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 You impressed? I mean, it's fine. Whatever. It's probably because you've seen me play a billion hours of that game. I have. <laughs> Remember I had the uh the skin for my gun that was like space cats. It was yes. just like just coated all over the gun. Yeah, that was fucking I, awesome. I, I wish that stuff like transferred over. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Good times. Uh, so, I'm a little annoyed about the zombies thing. Yeah. And this is one of those games where I'm like, I'm probably not going to buy this right off the bat. Because, one, I don't even know if the zombies are going to be there from the start. Mm-hmm. And two, I feel like you're making me buy a game just to have more zombies when... You could theoretically just include it with the current game that you have the zombies in. Because Treyarch is not doing this game. Sledgehammer is. So they're clearly just having Treyarch do because zombies because they're good at zombies. Mm-hmm. And splitting it into another game. Uh, Raven is also another developer that they use. And they are creating a new map for Warzone. Mm-hmm. So it's going to completely replace what we already have for Warzone. Verdansk. Mm-hmm. And... They are including, you'll like this, I know this stresses you out, they are now going to include a new anti-cheat system in Warzone. Interesting. Which is going to help get rid of people who are are cowards and don't know how to just play a fucking game. Yeah. Well, that's good. Anything to prevent cheating is always good. Mm -hmm. Whether it works, we'll see. Yeah. But they're claiming they got some new thing. That will come out when the game releases. Oh, that's good. We just have to wait another few months for people to fucking cheat. Or not cheat, I should say. Do you think that they hired that guy? What guy? Remember that story that we had about um, the like cheat developer or whatever? Where they suddenly shut down? Because Call of Duty said that whatever software... Um, 
Well, it was like a program that like, I don't remember exact details of it now. It was like a software that he was developing that could potentially uh, have like input. So you could play a game without the use of limbs, for example. Mm -hmm. But people, of course, were using it to auto aim and auto shoot and shit like that. But like, then the website got shut down, never got developed. Well, it shut down because he like used, didn't he use use Call of Duty Duty as a test subject for it? Yes. And, Anyways. but the, it was like, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Maybe. I don't know. It's possible. Okay. Just a thought. Because they said it's a new system, so. Yeah, it's possible. Who Just knows? crossed my mind. Uh, basically, though, what they did with this game was they announced it during a Warzone event that they okay. did. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit more. But they were, they announced the game. Basically, you played a mission, and then they did a trailer by the end, and then here we are. Go buy this game. Got it. Uh, so... If you buy the game, well, actually, first off, if you don't buy the game, but you own PlayStation, either PS4 or PS5, there is an open alpha coming this next weekend, like, in a few days. Mm-hmm. August 27th to 29th, you can, it's an open alpha for everybody on PlayStation. Okay. Cool. I can play that. Yeah. You're gone this weekend. You're welcome. I'm going to be in my boxers. <laughs> if I even put them on, we'll see. I was we'll going to say, that seems like a I lot. I mean, I don't know if I have time to waste. <laughs> Uh, so I will probably be playing that this weekend. Um, you know, obviously for the podcast. That's clearly, yeah. The next beta is going to be September 10th to the 12th, and that's also for PlayStation. But it's for people who have pre-ordered the game. Oh. Who have actually bought the game. Okay. Okay. And then after that, the next weekend, which is September 16th to the 17th, they have a Xbox and PC pre-order beta. So people who bought it on those consoles and such can play their beta. Mm -hmm. As well as PlayStation has an open beta for everybody again that same weekend. Okay. And then September 18th to 20th, there's an open beta for everybody. Yeah. So they're covering all aspects. Yes. So really this beta is going to be like an entire month. Yeah. But they're jumping around who gets it. Yeah. So really, the the census is if you have PlayStation, you're good to go. Yeah. You get the alpha, you get at least two betas mm-hmm. of playing this game to decide if it's worth your time. Yeah, guess you go lucky. I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, I play the other ones. Like, they're pretty much what you expect. Mm-hmm. The thing with this game is, like, I don't really need it if I'm playing Warzone. Gotcha. Because the things I care about are in Warzone. The only things I would care about outside of this, outside of outside of Warzone, is zombies, and I'm not going to pay full price for just zombies. Fair enough. I don't know if I care about another Call of Duty multiplayer game. Yeah. Outside of zombies, right now, because yeah. I have Warzone, right. which is mainly what I play. It's going to depend what my friends do. Yeah. Let's just put it like I know. that. That's what I'm saying. I was like, it's going to be... If, if my friends, friends end up buying the game, then I'm probably going to buy it. If they yeah. don't, then I'm probably not. Or at least wait till it's on sale. Yeah. That's that's basically how I run with, with Call of Duty these days. So, kind of leading into our reviews-ish, they I referenced the mission that they had. So, basically, there was like this whole marketing gimmick in Warzone. They announced there was going to be a reveal on a certain day. It was last week. Uh Basically, what they did was they included a mission in Warzone. So you go in, and it's this communal 
uh, allegiance. Instead of everybody fighting each other to see who's going to survive, it's everybody is on the same team. You got this new train coming through, and everybody has to destroy the train. Hmm. That's what the mission was. Okay. I'm fairly confident you can't fail, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Uh, let's just say I haven't failed. Okay. <laughs> and I like to believe it's because of my skill. Right, of course. Uh, sure, the hundred of other people probably helped, but yeah. Uh, so basically, you have a rocket launcher and then like just some assault rifle and ammo and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You can get killed because the train has a bunch of turrets that shoots you, and it's got really good aim. I'm pretty sure it's fucking cheating. Yeah, the train is cheating. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the train's <laughs> cheating. Uh, but. Pretty much it loops the, the map that we all know, and you have to just keep shooting at it, and there's vehicles everywhere, and so when you get left behind, because the train is clearly faster than you running, mm-hmm. you jump in a vehicle, catch up to it, hop out, keep blowing up stuff. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. For something that's complete opposite of kill everybody else, it's a lot of fun to kind of do this co-op thing. Right. Um, very short-lived, though. It's probably like a 10-minute whole mission uh and like i said it just goes into a trailer for the new game and saying hey now pre-order click on this and go pre-order it uh so clearly it's marketing yeah but it was a lot of fun yeah um they they kind of tied it in with season five so warzone has a whole season five now mm-hmm. they've tweaked some stuff added some guns i'm liking it but uh i would lie if i if i said i wasn't excited to see what the new map is going to be for yeah. Warzone. Yeah. So. Makes sense. We'll see. I guess come November, we'll see what happens with Warzone. Yeah. I have to assume, because the the season five is going to end before November. So I have to assume they're just going to have nothing in between for like that month. Cool. They, yeah, they've added some new uh, uh, perks to the game. So now you can have a, a perk... Where instead of having to put in three armor plates, you only have to put in two, but it counts as three. Okay. Which is really convenient, but like I found myself not really being in scenarios where I needed that extra half second to put in the third plate. So. Right. I haven't really been using it. They have like a, I think there's a new gun or scope or something, which I haven't figured out what it is and how you get it. I think it might even be a, uh, perk but you can basically like highlight enemies Mm -hmm. like when you get shot like i've noticed many times i'm like highlighted red like you would do like you like would happen if you were hit by a like a particular type of grenade that like reads the area got it so i gotta figure out what that's about yeah because i've been killed by that quite a lot but i'm running up on my 200 kill or 200 uh wins in rebirth so Fingers crossed. Yeah. I can get 10 more wins. Okay. And rebirth. Yeah. I'll and get my to fingers. my 200. I kind of hope they, they re, like reset stats, though. Only for a selfish reason. Because you want to improve your kill to death ratio? Yeah. 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 And <laughs> I want to at least have a chance to try and improve it. Right. I'm basically neutral right now. I'm like yeah. slightly below neutral. Yeah. I'm like 90. I think I'm 0.9. Two, mm-hmm. I think. So I'm deemed bad at the game. Yeah. But I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm good. Yeah. But I'm deemed bad. Right. Unfortunately. Sorry. 
It's okay. All right. So you're falling asleep. So let's move on. Let's get into our last game. We played Avengers of Wakanda, the expansion, if you'll call it that, for yeah, Marvel's War. Avengers. War for Wakanda. Yeah. War for Wakanda. What did yeah. I call it? Avengers for Wakanda. Sounds like a good game. <laughs> yeah. Sounds more exciting than what we got. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, it came out on the... 17th. What? 17th. On the 17th, it is what they call an expansion. It's basically all Black Panther based. They mm-hmm. added a new region, which is Wakanda, with a story mode that includes AIM trying to break into Wakanda and steal Vibranium. Yeah. Is the basic concept. Yeah. So. Um, Not just AIM. Yeah, I mean, it's tied to other characters yeah. that they've, they've added for yeah. uh, Black Panther's story. Yes. Yes. I was trying to be vague. Okay. But. I just yes. want people to think like, oh, it's still fucking AIM. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> Technically it, it is. It is, right? But there's more than that. Slightly. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. not. So Claw. We'll, okay, okay. fine. You, we'll say it. Claw. Okay, fine, yes. Claw is a antagonist along with AIM in this mm-hmm. uh, for whatever his goals are. Yeah. Which you will find out in this. Yes. Okay. So tell me, how do you feel about this? We played the whole thing. Took what? We'll say four hours at most. Sure. At yeah. most. Yeah. Um. I mean, I enjoyed playing it, but I didn't really feel like there was much to it. Um. And it was still fairly glitchy. It was extremely glitchy. Yeah. We More played, so for you. I think we played what three, maybe four missions the first night we played it, mm-hmm. and we got to seventy. Two percent completion, mm-hmm. yeah, off just those few missions, yeah. And I was playing, I think, because we were playing together. So I played as Black Panther the first day, mm-hmm. and then whenever we went back to go finish it, you did. You made a lot better progress on him than I did. I didn't love. I I don't know. I, maybe it was just such a. I didn't think the powers were that cool. It, he was. It, it felt like he was a weaker Captain America. Yeah. To me. Yeah. That was my problem with it. Yeah. Because like, he felt like he was just Captain America, but he didn't have a cool shield to throw. Yeah, the he specials had these, like, were... Like, glowing daggers. Yeah. It was hard to figure out, for me to figure out what the, what each special did. <laughs> so I ended up not using mm-hmm. them that much. Yeah, I think they were lackluster. Mm-hmm. But of course, the idea is you're going to have to upgrade them, and maybe yeah. they'll be more exciting or engaging yeah. when you upgrade, but... Even the upgrades were less of them than there were for other characters. Yeah. Um, the one thing that did suck, which I guess makes sense because it's an added character. What do they call them? Challenge card. The, the challenge card for uh, Black Panther. You have to spend, I think, a thousand of the in-game credits to unlock it to then do the challenge card mm-hmm. uh, leveling. Yeah, it doesn't just come with the character like the rest of them. Yes. Now, to be fair, you can get the thousand through doing the challenge cards of the other characters, which are included from true. the start for the Very game. True. So it's not like you couldn't get it for free if you grind yeah. it a little bit with the other characters. Yeah, if you don't spend all of those uh, currency on skipping upgrade steps on the other characters, then you should have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, I think... 
the, the aside from it being like a new area, it felt like the same old shit. It mm-hmm. was like, yeah, we're in a jungle now, but like the missions felt the same. Yeah. Everything was like just a reskin of everything else that we've already played. Yeah. Um they introduced like new characters as they put it, like for like enemy types, but like, okay, so you have a robot spider versus just a robot. Like, okay. Yeah. Way yeah. different. I also didn't understand why they were robot spiders, but... They didn't really explain it. <laughs> it was just hella random. And I love how the beginning of the game, when you load it, it has a warning if you have arachnophobia to be to be yeah. worried because... There's spiders. There's robotic spiders in the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. And that you should know that before playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um... It was just very lackluster. And they call it an expansion. I know it's like kind of debatable whether an expansion is or isn't the same thing as just called DLC. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you say expansion, it implies a lot bigger of content than what we got. Yeah. And I am kind of annoyed that they call it an expansion because of that. Yeah. It's like... It it was a few hours maybe of extra missions that are like slightly different because you're getting cutscenes that were you know you're not you haven't had yet but like yeah overall i feel like this was a huge disappointment yeah as far it's as irritating because it like advertise they advertise how many like i don't know they advertise but it's it's talked about how many extra objective or mission cards you get with mm-hmm. this new quote-unquote expansion yeah but one of them is a that. fucking harm room mission and that does shouldn't count for yeah, anything i have not even played those in the in the game because i just don't care to basically what i'm seeing when i see that as i go oh it's tutorial it's tutorial i'm yeah. learning how to use the character exactly what it is i don't care to do that i already that know that shouldn't use the be a fucking mission chain it's just sitting there on my to-do yeah. list because i don't want to do it you know what teaches me how to use the character Play. when i unlock the fucking uh, attack and it says press these do buttons this. yeah and then i do it and they go oh okay cool i know how to do that now yeah i went through one day because i was like i'm tired of seeing all these motherfuckers on my list i wanted to clean it up i want some of those to go away mm-hmm. so i was like i'm gonna do all these so i did a whole bunch of them and i got rid of like one and now it's there's one of them goes up to like level five and i got to level three and i was like jesus fucking christ like how much many more of these do i have to do mm-hmm. to make this fuck off i just got so annoyed with i don't i don't want to what they need to be. You need to be able to hide completed bullshit from your map. Yeah, that's that what you should do. In Some games game in do general. that too. Yeah, I feel like a lot of games do that, but not this one. Yeah. Uh, what I really hated was um, in the UI that they they completely changed oh, the UI. Yeah. So now when you do uh, your costume armor upgrade mm-hmm. for your areas, whatever your arms, yeah, chest, head, whatever. Uh, your armor, the way you do it now is so complicated. They 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 took something that was already simple and they made it worse. Yeah. And I hate how you have to delete your armor or replace it or whatever, level it up. And they made it. They took like a one step process and they made it like a three to four step process. Now. Yeah. And it's so dumb. They made a couple of things easier. I did like that you have the thing where you can just automatically equip their best equipment. That is nice. I do like that. And then I like that you can, from the main screen, automatically upgrade your equipped piece. But anything with your non equipped pieces, like including storing them or uh, upgrading or 
what do you call it? Dismantling them. You have mm-hmm. to click square and or whatever. Yeah. And then Brassive go into square. that menu and then select them mm-hmm. and get rid of them yeah. or whatever. And it's like an extra step that I don't want to do. Many times with. I accidentally saved it to my bank instead yes. of deleting it because yeah. of like it's like they keep flipping between pressing L2 or R2 for yeah. whatever menu you're on. Yeah. And it was so annoying. Yeah. So I think that they really fucked that up. Yeah. Um, I don't love the new menu at all. Yeah. You brought up glitches and and stuff earlier. I don't know how bad it was for you, but for me, I had yeah, And maybe I'll even post the video on you should. online. So for me on PS5 when I would defeat enemies, they would turn into these giant black spheres. Yeah. And at one point, the entire map was just covered just like in black with spheres. Bunch of black balls. And they're not like small things. They're like they're like the size of an enemy. Way bigger than me. Yeah. And so like they're just everywhere. Like and you can run into them, they'll roll they'll and like stuff. bounce around. But like shit, it's yeah. just like I'm not in this game to, to play in a ball pit. Yeah. You know this isn't Speak McDonald's. I'm tr- oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> I Marvel's, had. Marvel's ball pit. Yeah. I didn't see any of that. Coming out next down. year. <laughs> um, so I had issues with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my end, watching you play. Oh, yeah. Uh, your character never moved like in any kind of animation form. Yeah. It was just you were standing there like a Barbie doll. Yeah. And you just would like, just float just everywhere. Levitating around. And so like, I assume you were going large and small. Yeah, it was. Because yeah. you were... Uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah. But all it would show is like your character either float up or sink halfway into the ground. Yeah. And so I was like, I think she's just changing size, but I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. And so I just was like, I hope she's seeing it normal. But for me, she's just. Oh, yeah. If I had been seeing that the whole time, you would have known. I would have told you. Because I have lost my fucking mind because we were in like a boss battle Mm -hmm. and something happened. At some point after a specific step in the battle, my character I couldn't move anymore, and so yeah, I was just I remember because I was I was me and one AI character were the only ones fighting. Yeah, you were stuck, and I think the other AI was also stuck. Yeah, and so I was like, "It's fine, I'll just have to do this." And we were doing it, yeah. but apparently there was a timer. Yeah, to the event. So because we were not able to do more damage. Per hit, there was a, we lost because there, of the timer. Yeah, there, well, there was a side thing that we had to take care of. Hmm. And because I was the one focusing on that and I couldn't move anymore, you were focused on the main situation. Yeah. And the side thing just sat there and timed out, basically. So, and so I was stuck. I think that the second AI character kept picking me up because mm-hmm. the guy kept killing me. Yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't move. Yeah. It was so dumb. I was so pissed off. But once we reloaded again after we lost... Yeah, it was pretty easy. Yeah. We were able to do it pretty quickly that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. It, this game was full of glitches and, Lots of and, glitches and problems. Definitely should not have been released if it is not... At least for PS5, like for the, the next-gen version, I guess. Yeah. If, if, if it's only that version. I don't know. If PS4 was doing fine, I guess. I mean... Maybe I got, Xbox I have... is fine, but... My you version was more, terrible. You had a lot more glitches than I did, but I still had a glitch. There was even a cut scene for me where everything was like fuzzy and oh, yeah. double. It was like it double layer. It almost looked like you needed to be wearing 3D glasses for exactly. it or whatever. Yeah. So the whole video I'm watching, just it's a whole blur. It's yeah. like Bigfoot is in every scene. Yeah. 
And I maybe just, it was. I, it was hard to really understand what was going on and stuff. Um, in fact, I think the first mission uh, when Iron Man is in the cutscenes, they show oh yeah Iron Man with his face mask on his face, mm-hmm. but also on the top of his head, as though he <laughs> doesn't have his face mask on. Yeah. So it was double faced. Iron Man. Yeah. And I have to take screenshots and video of it and all that stuff. So I'll probably post that on social media and stuff for people to check out the the glitches and issues I've had. Um, But man, was I disappointed. It was fine in the sense of like it was more of the same of Avengers. And it's this like weirdness of it's not exciting gameplay but it's semi-addicting and like you don't hate the time you're spending especially if you're playing with friends yeah but it could be better right it was kind of that but it was kind of shitty as far as the glitching i was dealing with yeah and so the fact that that was an issue off of the launch i was kind of like why why is why is this a thing yeah the game's been out for so long I get this is a new area, but if the game is basically the same, you shouldn't have these happening. Yeah, that's true. So, definitely not an expansion level change to the game. Yeah. In fact, I think the game had, like, weekend events. Yeah. Where they had, like, a few missions that felt like they were probably longer or more work put into them than what we got with this. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. For me, um test it it i didn't hate it but it just it they they screwed the ui the gameplay is basically what you expect but you get to play black panther so that's cool for people that like that character but otherwise it's just more of the same yeah i'm Um, gonna say slice it i didn't have nearly as many glitches as you so it wasn't as uh weird but i and it is very fairly repetitive, but it did get mm. me back into playing the game, which I hadn't yeah. played in a while, so I did enjoy that. So. I think it also failed in the sense of like it kind of what they did with the, the the main campaign where they had villains, but they were very so insignificant. Mm-hmm. There was, there wasn't a lot of them in the the campaign, mm-hmm. and then they didn't do a whole lot when they were there. Yeah, they kind of did the same thing with this, where they give you a couple villains that you will know. Mm-hmm. From the comics and all that stuff. But they're so in, insignificant as far as their role mm-hmm. that it's like, okay, so did you just throw that character in just to say that the character is here? Yeah. That's what it seems like. Like, there was literally a part where one was like, you know what? This isn't worth it. Yeah. And then they just leave. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, like, the boss battles were just, like, reskins of, like, stuff that you've already, you just yeah. do in the other missions anyway. So. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. It's complicated because... Yeah, of the the mo of the primary villain that we are all left with after the first, like the primary game, scientist supreme or whatever, mm-hmm. and what that person does, kind of make, opens up the door for a lot of repetitiveness. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Anyways, uh, if you really enjoy the game, I mean, it's more of the same. Mm-hmm. Depending which console you're on, you're gonna have glitches. Ironically, yeah. the the better consoles. Uh, tech-wise, uh, seem to have more issues at, at least yeah. on PlayStation side, mm-hmm. which is what we're playing. Yeah. Um, actually, I want to bring that up. Uh, so, PlayStation, uh, the senior game designer Scott Walters for Avengers uh, said that 
they are expecting Spider-Man to still come out on time in 2021 okay. for for people to play. You think it'll be time so before it, the movie? Exactly what I fucking think. Yeah. <laughs> so his his uh, quote was, in terms of what we can say now, we've always scheduled and looked to bring Spider-Man out in 2021 for PlayStation owners. I like how he specifies for PlayStation yeah. owners. Uh, that is still on track, so we'll have more announcements later on this year. Hmm. Definitely 100% what I think they did was yeah. they probably knew they had to delay in general, and they're like, we'll put him out with to coincide with the movie yeah. in November. Yeah. Or I guess that's December. So, But was there ever a question of, like, did we know when it was officially going to happen for Spider-Man? We know everything got delayed... Because of the problems, but did we ever actually know when Spider-Man was going to come out? Not that For I'm all aware. we know, he was always going to come out to coincide with the movie. Exactly. So, I don't think that it might not have changed anything. It might have changed like the gap between characters' releases, but I don't think it changed when he was coming out to begin with. Yeah, I agree. Because obviously, Marvel's going to want the character to to help market. The movie, too. Yeah. And vice versa. 100%. All right. Well, that's it. I think that's our, our episode. Long, long episode because um, I suck at saying no to news that I <laughs> think is important. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, everyone, for listening. That's it for our gaming section. And that is it for our podcast this week. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at DTFPod. You can also send us an email directly to DTFPod at gmail.com, where you can send us requests, uh, con- uh, feedback, content requests, etc. We're open to anything. Um, and also stop by our website, DTFCast.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening. That's it for episode 105 of Dissecting This Fiction. Mm-hmm. The leaked episode, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> bye bye.